1: Today is Monday. It is August 20th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this
2: morning. A junkyard fire suspended rail service in Philadelphia Sunday evening and happened at 7 o'clock near the intersection of Torsdale and Adams Ave in Frankfurt. The sound of transformers exploding filled the air as fire ripped through the warehouse. What transformer? <laughs> Thick black smoke could be seen for miles hours after the stubborn fire began. The flames grew so intense as they inched close to high tension power lines. The heart of the fire fell right next to rail lines and late Sunday officials from both SEPTA and Amtrak were inspecting the tracks. SEPTA suspended the Trenton and West uh, Chestnut Hill West Regional Rail Lines for some time on Sunday night. Amtrak also suspended all service traveling through Philadelphia as firefighters continued to battle the blaze. A lot
3: of valuable junk, I assume, was lost in the fire.
2: The outside of 30th Street Station was packed with people waiting for Uber and Lyft drivers to pick them up uh, after word that the suspended lines got out. Uh, there was no reported injuries from the fire and the cause is unknown at this time. IndyCar driver Robert Wick is being treated for injuries to his lower extremities, right arm and spine, following an accident early in a race at Pocono. Indy said that, uh, IndyCar said that the Canadian sustained a pulmonary contusion Sunday and will undergo an MRI and probable surgery at Lehigh Valley Hospital Cedar Crest in Allentown. The 29-year-old IndyCar rookie was attempting to pass Ryan hunter Ray when the two cars slightly touched. That caused hunter Ray's car to careen into a wall and Wicken's car uh, was pulled along for the ride. Once Wicken's car soared over hunter Ray, uh, and hit the fence it spun around and around the fencing was shredded and wickens car was reduced to just the tub uh, which came to a rest on the track along an interior wall that
1: shattered man it was heavy duty. duty it was crazy yeah
2: Medical workers calmly attended to Wickens, who was taken to an ambulance before he was transported to a helicopter. The impact of the wreck tore out a large section of fencing, which delayed the race nearly two hours as crews had to repair it. Uh, Alexander Rossi won the race, but he said it was tough to celebrate with Wickens in the hospital. In 2015 at Pocono, Justin Wilson died from a head injury when a piece of debris from a crashed car bounced off of the track and hit his helmet.
3: It's a spectacular crash. Did you say, President? someone was hurt? In the- I thought someone in the yeah. stands got clipped, but I may have been wrong about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But- but uh, we're you know watching there the video were, footage of it now.
2: There were a number of other injuries uh, in this whole wreck. I, I'm not yeah. sure if somebody in the stands was hurt. But, yeah, there, there was a number of people who uh, had to get checked out because of it. It's
4: and just amazing. It is. And and when I first became aware of, of the crash, it, it, it started to trend on Twitter. And yeah. so I started reading about it. And people were up in arms. Obviously, the, the crash was terrible. But, like, uh, Andretti. Apparently started like placing the blame immediately on on somebody, and people were so pissed at him. They were, they were saying like whatever he had said was like super classless. I'm like oh, no f- forget yeah. the
3: blame and just make sh- you know. But yeah. before you start blaming, make sure that the guy's all okay. right. That's yeah. what I think
4: people were saying. Yeah. Wow.
2: Oh my gosh, we're watching it right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, A 14-year-old boy is fighting for his life after a double shooting near Temple University. That happened at 12.30 overnight on the 2100 block of North Park Avenue in North Philadelphia. Police say more than 20 shots were fired by at least two shooters. A 25-year-old man was shot multiple times in his lower torso. He's in critical condition at Temple University Hospital, and police think that he was likely the intended target. The 14-year-old boy was hit twice, once in the face and and once in the neck. He was rushed to St. Christopher's Hospital for children in extremely critical condition police say a bike was found near the scene and they say the boy does not live in the neighborhood Uh, police say the boy is undergoing surgery and they do not know if he is going to survive police did find several properties with private surveillance cameras in the area and they are asking residents for the footage police were not able to get a suspect description of the two shooters from witnesses in sports this morning (laughs) Saxon <laughs> What the f
0: is
2: that? The Phillies lost to the Mets 8-2 last night at the Little League Classic in Williamsport. Emmett Rosario had three hits and drove in three runs, and Jeff McNeil added a two-run single as the Mets won the second Little League Classic. Carlos Santana hit a a two-run home run for the Phillies, but Nick Pavetta gave up six runs in three and two-third innings in the Phillies' seventh loss in 11 games. Despite the loss, the Phillies are still only a half a game behind the Braves for first place in the National League East. The Phillies are off today before opening up a series in Washington tomorrow night against the National's the Union beat uh, New York City two-nil on Saturday night. Yeah. Behind goals from Corey Burke and Elsino, including the U.S. Open Cup semifinal win over the Chicago Fire, the Union now have won three matches in a row and have climbed up to fifth place in the Eastern Conference. They next face a New England Revolution at Talon Energy Stadium on Saturday. Eagles quarterback Carson Wentz began 11 on 11 teamwork at practice yesterday. Wentz was given the green light after meeting with the team's medical staff and head coach Doug Peterson. The Birds resume their preseason with a game on Thursday night in Cleveland against the Brown, and those Eagles are still the super bowl chance. Hey, hey. And that's what I have for you this morning. I right,
1: thank you very much Kathy, Actually, you missed the best sports story of the weekend, Kathy, and that was the uh strike that that nun threw at oh my the
2: gosh, right?
1: Red Sox game.
2: That was awesome.
3: Uh, did you guys have to see I that? I loved oh. it. She, she did the ball bounce on her bicep. I yeah. missed it. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Oh it, my it was so god. Cool. And then she
2: fired it in. I yeah. mean,
3: she
1: just she threw a heater in Nick. It was hilarious. <laughs> you got to see the video. She bounced the ball off her bicep and like she didn't stop. Like, hesitate. She bounced it, picked it up, boom, and just ripped it right in through for a strike. It was hilarious. It was my favorite thing over the weekend, actually. Kathy and I were watching it again this morning. Well, welcome to Monday, dear friends, and uh, hopefully you had an enjoyable weekend. We have a uh, decent week planned. Weather's looking halfway decent, as I said. We might get a little bit of rain uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, but uh, temperatures are more comfortable, a little less humidity. It's going to be cool. New Word of the Week prize this week. We have an experience for you. It's a two-hour axe-throwing experience for 10. people in the Philadelphia area's most extreme axe-throwing venue, Chopper's Hatchet House. That's in Cherry Hill. So we will give that away. We'll do the letters of the day for the word of the week prize. Give it away on Friday. We also have a little soiree taking place on Thursday. Kathy's Bitch Box Party Part 2 is happening on Thursday. I spent
2: hours at uh, LC Boutique on Friday uh, going over all the stuff for the fashion show that's going to happen. We're going to
3: have an actual fashion show. It's going to be cool. We went went from a dream of a sorority to a sorority (laughs) with a fashion show. Yes, sir. And And by the way, the quick peek uh, video of what's in the box. It's pretty. I, I couldn't even tell what was in it, but it looks pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I have not looked at any of the. I want to see the, the night of. I want to have the big reveal. There's a little sneak peek video. Yeah, we like, like the box lid. It lifts just up, opens a t- quick thing, and I'm oh, trying to figure out what's in there. See. I thought there was a car. Um, <laughs> Everyone well, has a car. Yeah,
1: we'll find out Thursday. We're going to be at Harris in Philadelphia, and I will tell you when to call in in order to win passes to this. It is an invitation only event, so get yourself set to. Win those tickets a little bit later on, and uh, we'll get you details on our next stop with uh, the MM Army and uh, the Miller Lite London Calling with Green Legion trip to England that we will be giving away. So uh, details coming up on that uh, charity event uh, tonight. It's uh, dining out for the dogs, uh, taking it several different uh, taking place at several different. Uh, Uh, locations of the white dog cafe it will be from it starts at five o'clock and proceeds are going to benefit uh, alpha bravo canine uh so we'll get more details on that later on as we have a guest popping in to talk about that but that is this evening so hopefully you'll be able to uh help out let's take a quick break come back in a second we'll get into the entertainment report a stupid question i have loads of stories to run by uh, uh so we'll get that rolling in just a moment back in a moment
0: Steve Show on ninety three three WMMR. Like the podcast, you'll also love it live when you can call in weekdays from six a.m. to about ten thirty a.m. on the radio at ninety three three WMMR, or stream the show live via MMR's mobile app.
1: Steve, did you see the uh, uh, the latest Daily Rush of us talking about meeting Kate Beckinsale? (laughs)
3: Yeah, <laughs> no, I did. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I just saw this. Hey, uh, we uh, do good. We do good. Uh, good chimpanzees. I have uh, to say the yes. this liner
1: that the the video is up yet yeah, says two Neanderthals meet <laughs> the perfect human, and uh, yeah, that was fun. I watched that over the weekend. Uh, it's now available. at dot and is sponsored by Punchline Philly Fishtown's newest comedy club, restaurant, and bar. If you'd like to check that out, feel free to do so. Uh, I'm going to do a, a stupid question, and where the hell is it? Ah, uh, here it is. All right, we're going to give away a pair of tickets Is Live Nation prevents uh, the talented Tom Segura, uh, and it is going to be three shows, Miriam Theater, November 16th, 17th, uh, and 10 p.m. show on the 17th was just added. So the question that I have for you this morning, I did not know this. The world record for the most F-bombs used in a movie is what film <laughs> two, two one five two that's six three WMMR? Yeah, that's interesting. I was
3: wondering if it if it's still what it used to be. I don't um, think so. Okay. Uh, the world record
1: for the most f bombs okay. used in a movie goes to what film? What?
4: No, 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 no. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Do you know the answer? Well, it used to be something else.
1: All right, two one yeah. five two six three WMMR. Dennis Casey. the Menace? Casey just looked at the answer, so he concurs. Uh, we'll go to some birthdays. while well, we're waiting for you to call in today is Monday, August 20th. Uh, the lovely Amy Adams has her birthday today. Yes. Uh, she's 44 years old. I What's going her. on with her? Um, um, I don't know.
4: Well, um, she was Lois Lane. She has a show on HBO mm-hmm. that I haven't watched. My oh. brother was telling me
5: about it last night. Is it any good? Uh, oh, yeah, he, yes. It's... He said it was great. Is okay. she okay. an
1: alcoholic in that? Sharp that...
5: Objects is what it's called. I don't right, know. Right. I haven't watched it. But she's I heard a it was writer really or something. Really well yeah. done. Yeah,
4: I've heard and rumblings of it. She's uh, tasked to go back to her hometown to, to cover some sort of story. Okay. Like that. Yeah. She used to be a Hooters girl.
1: Yeah, she was. Yeah. yeah. I've seen pictures of her in the Hooters outfit. Very, very beautiful. Uh, very talented actress. <laughs> Natural redhead. What? Let,
4: let me ask you guys a question. Mm-hmm. In uh, Was it Batman v. Superman? Yes. I think. Um, did you think that there was going to be a possibility that they were going to show her nips when she was in the bathtub? <laughs> because they came so close to showing... Like yeah, not, Honestly, it didn't cross my mind, no. I'm like, they're not going to. They showed it's, It was all
3: Bush. <laughs> that was the promise. Yeah. Fire, fire, fire Bush. Fire Bush. Fire bush. Yeah, Batman be yeah, yeah. Superman,
1: and then in parentheses, firebush. I can see your Bush. <laughs> <laughs> tell
3: me something. Do you bleed? And can I see your girlfriend's Bush? Just once a month. Oh, my God. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah, and they cut that out. Horrible. Yeah, that's that's, a, that's a a They stopped with the, tell me, do you bleed? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, lovely actress. <laughs> and, She's uh, got a show on HBO. You... <laughs> <laughs>
1: She was a girl. <laughs> you know, a movie I, I was really hoping big things for, and just did not like at all was the one where the uh, it's it's a, she's a linguist and the and the aliens oh, come uh, arrival. Arrival.
3: Yeah. I agree. I was hoping, and they went they so went nuts much. over. I thought it was I thought it was inventive and, and uh, engaging. It bored me. But if you remember, <laughs> the, the, the critics yeah. raved on. I'm like, well,
1: here we go. Yeah. Yep. Uh, she's 44 today uh Andrew Garfield <laughs> Think about the bush Andrew Garfield amazing spider-man uh social network he is uh 35 today
3: he was too much of a dreamy slacker boy and as Peter Parker he was uh, he was too cool Peter Parker's a little awkward
1: they already did it yeah I didn't need to see it again that, that, that was my, that was story my issue it was too soon uh maybe another 10 years down the road or something like that where they need to re uh, The first movies were fine.
3: I'm happy where they are right now, though. Yeah, with With, uh, Tom Holland? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wonderful. Uh, In fact, uh, Stan Lee says that's exactly the way he perceived... Peter Parker, Andrew Garfield, thirty-five. Fred Durst, Limp Bizkit,
1: lead singer, now uh, director. Yes, and having a lot of success with that.
3: Uh, he's forty-eight today. I, I was. It was uh, Matt Cord was playing an, an interview he did years ago. I think it's maybe a Y one hundred or. Oh that. yeah, yeah. It's one of the most contentious interviews with uh, Durst. Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh,
4: yeah. Oh, Dude, yeah. It, he was. Durst was on the phone saying, "I effed your mom last night." Yeah. I guess he didn't like the line of questioning that that wow. Matt was doing, and and I don't think I don't necessarily. Matt wasn't think... being overly. Provocative. I don't think he was, no. and but uh, knowing Matt, he
1: probably did. You know, uh, yeah. bring up the fact that hey, not everybody likes you. You know, yeah, you don't yeah, want to yeah. talk about that, which can go in a civil way, and then some people might not not, not tell you the right like way. Matt, yeah. so, but I don't know. I haven't heard the interview. Um, Joan Allen. Uh, she's been in movies like Pleasantville and Nixon and The Ice Storm, and she's sixty-two. She was the mom in Pleasantville. Solid actress. Yeah. Uh, Al Roker.
3: Solid actors.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, is, no, he... The t- Today Weatherman. Oh, that's right. He crapped his pants <laughs> at the White House. At the
3: White House.
1: Yeah. He's 64. Connie Chung, news anchor, wife of Maury Povich.
3: Still going strong, her and Ma- Maury Povich. Yeah. Who would figure?
1: Uh, she's 72 years old today. And then I saved a biggie for last uh, and it is a it's a big birthday for him. Robert Plant turns seventy years old today. Wow! Yeah, so yeah. big birthday for him, and um, he's
6: hey, the way you
1: not really doing the Zeppelin thing anymore. He doesn't really do any. Well, on occasion, he will do a song or two. But he's a big. He's more on the countryside of things. is what he, he is loves
3: to do in the country now. Yeah, yeah. we see looking at a picture of him. He looks like Aquaman's father. Yeah. Uh, there are occasions
1: where he looks like the, the cowardly lion. Yeah, he does. If yeah. you catch him in the right light. Is his hair
3: cut now? Is this really... The
1: I don't know. There a ponytail back I'm there? I'm not sure how current this photo is of him, but he does have shorter hair, it looks yeah. like, in this particular picture. And is the sensational soul shifters or the... Mm-hmm.
5: He kind of does whatever Soul cruisers, They're local. <laughs> anyway. He just kind of tours and does whatever he wants. He was touring yeah. with Alison Krauss, I think, for yeah, a stretch. Yeah. yeah. And... Yeah. Um, so, yeah, as you mentioned, press our country stuff, but he also does folk music as well, and he doesn't have to do Zeppelin. I, I'm, billions of people would want him to, but he, he just kind of goes where he wants to go. You know, I was talking to Pierre because Pierre's met him face face and they had an interview.
1: Talk about interviews getting a little contentious. It yeah. did happen at some point when he talked about uh, Jason Bonham,
5: and, 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 well, and uh, Robert didn't really care for that, And uh, but yes. No, I was, I was there for that. I was working for Pierre at the time, and uh, Plant was just kind of a dick throughout the entire interview. Yeah. And and so Pierre was asking him what I thought were uh, civil questions, I mean you're talking about Matt Cord and in a way of let's can we talk about Zeppelin without talking about Zeppelin, which Pierre is very good at doing and uh, Plant just shot it down and shot it down and shot it yeah. down.
1: Um but uh, one of the things I was talking to Pierre about uh, there was a um uh, a chapter in in Plant's career that I really loved which was post Zeppelin and songs like Big Log and a great in the song. Mood and Burning Down One Side. There's several of them that are great, and little by little. Yes. But he said that Robert looks back and does not like that period of music that he created. I, It's my favorite. I
3: loved you it. You know so what?
1: I liked it better. This is sacrilege, but I personally liked it better than Zeppelin when it came out.
3: There's a lot of great stuff in that. Really? You know, the critics, when the original Zeppelin stuff started to roll out, the critics were savaging it. They hated it. And then they revisited Zeppelin yeah. fairly quickly. And realized what it was.
1: One of the most yep. legendary uh, chapters of yeah. rock history came from Led Zeppelin. So, Robert Plant celebrating his 70th birthday today. I'm not sure if Pierre's back in today or not. Uh, I think if he is. Is, is he? Yeah. Uh, if so, he will uh, he will spend some time with uh, the great Robert Plant uh, today. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. The world record for the most F-bombs used in the movie goes to what film? Two one five two six three 263 wmmr We will try Brandon out. Uh, or Brendan, I'm sorry. Brandon, good morning.
7: Good morning, guys. God, Duke. get Gadget.
1: Brendan, do me a favor. Tell me what uh, movie has the world record for the most f bombs? The Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. Wow. wow. Yeah. Thought it had been Scarface. It was. Hang on a second, Brendan. We're gonna set you up, man. We had a pair of tickets. Live Nation presents the talented Tom Segura, the hilarious comedian with a new Netflix special, Mostly Stories. Tom brings uh, three shows to the Miriam Theater on November 16th, 17th with a 10 p.m. show on the 17th. Just added. Get tickets at KimmelCenter.org or at uh, the Kimmel Center box office as well. But yeah, I believe it was Scarface before that.
4: And, and that's uh, where they got the Blink-182 because there was 182
3: f yeah. yeah,
4: Exactly. I still haven't seen
1: Wolf of Wall Street going to see that at some point. All right, let's see if we can get an answer or not an answer. We already did that. Let's see what happened to the box office over the weekend. Number one was Crazy Rich Asians. I think I want to see this. Made twenty five point two million. I'm not familiar at all.
3: It's a uh, the, the full cast is Asian, and it's it's a um, it's sort of a uh, rom com. Okay. Uh, with, uh, and apparently in the Asian community, it's it's resonating, but it, it it's one of those things that transcends and that everyone sort of can find something in it that they cool. attach to. Uh, it did very
1: well. Uh, followed by The Meg, which fell the second. Uh, Mile 22, Alpha, uh, which tied with Mission Impossible at number four. Uh, then you had Christopher Robin, Black Clansman, Slenderman was seventh, followed by Hotel Transylvania, and Mama Mia, here we go again. Oh, and, uh, just as a note, uh, Kevin Spacey's latest film, Billionaire Boys Club, made one hundred and twenty six dollars. One
3: hundred and twenty six dollars. It opened in
1: ten theaters, and oh it sold less than two tickets in each theater that it opened in. <laughs> oh, now, no. it prob- they probably showed it times that nobody really was right going to see just movies. to sort of
3: burn it off.
1: But uh, Ansel Elgort and uh, Taron Egerton were in the movie, and uh, I feel bad for them. Listen, those guys. That's, well, more than
3: a, that's more than 100 bucks.
4: Yeah, those guys got paid, so sure. it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. Uh, did the, is the did the movie get reviewed well? I don't know. You know what I mean?
3: I don't know. I do not know. I think um, it's
1: critic-proof. <laughs> uh, billionaire's Boy Club, so it didn't do too well. All right, um, in the entertainment news, uh, Aretha Franklin's funeral arrangements have been revealed. Uh, the Queen of Soul is going to be honored with a four-date celebration of life, which will include multiple events and performances. Uh, she'll be laid to rest at Detroit's Woodlawn Cemetery following her August 31st funeral service at Greater Grace Temple. Uh, the funeral will follow an open casket public viewing on August 28th and 29th at the Charles H. Wright Museum of African American History, where her body will lie in state. The viewing will be held from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. on both days. Uh, The funeral itself will be limited to family members, friends, and selected guests. Uh, Organizers are said to be working on a musical tribute with major recording artists, uh, but the venue has not been confirmed as yet. Uh, So obviously, and especially in Detroit, it's going to be a big, big to-do.
3: Believe it or not, MTV of all networks is putting together a collection of Aretha Franklin performances at various uh, MTV award shows and things of that nature. So yeah. Well, it's going to be some interesting stuff coming up.
1: Uh, in other news, Fox News dropped the ball after using a photo a photo of Patti LaBelle oh, instead okay. of
2: Franklin. Wait, who, wait, who did this? Uh,
1: Fox News. Oh, my God. When paying tribute to the late singer, uh, oh my gosh. the network featured a graphic of Franklin with a performance photo of Patti LaBelle in the background. Oh, jeez. Uh, they have apologized uh, for the error, of course. So uh, that was a bit of a slip up. Uh, ben Affleck was spotted out and about with Playboy model Shauna Sexton. Uh-huh. As rumors of a breakup with girlfriend Lindsay Shookas swirl. Shookus? Yes. He was
3: nowhere to be seen.
1: No. But this Shauna is, Sexton was. It's clear.
3: Clear as day what he's doing. He's working his way back around to Jennifer Garner. Uh-huh. Oh. Yes. uh Yes. Like okay. By the way, this Playboy model... What exactly what you would expect. Yeah, you know, I mean, just
1: stunning. Yeah, I, I looked her up. All I could find was uh, kind of arty, playboy yeah, yeah. Uh, pictures. I was really hoping for some good beaver shots. Yeah, I didn't, uh, oh, I didn't yeah. stumble across those. So,
0: so. <laughs> um, it, do you bleed? <laughs> <laughs> Once a month.
1: Adding fuel to the rampant fire speculation, Us deleted her Instagram account.
0: Shookus!
1: Uh She was also not present Uh <laughs> For his
3: 46th birthday celebration the previous evening. You know, the funny thing is that they're, they're, the picture of them uh, coming out of the restaurant, he's sort of like in blue jeans and, you know, um, yeah, he's sort of casual, casual fleck. Yeah. And uh, she's, look, here's a picture. She's done up to the nines. Yeah, Steve,
1: uh, she was wearing what they call, let's see, he was he was wearing a, uh, dark jeans, a green T-shirt and navy jacket. And she was wearing a nude bodycon dress. <laughs> oh.
2: Just means it was tight.
1: Yeah, uh, body contour. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's dude. wearing a uh, nude
4: is the color. And he's smoking a cigarette. Yes. Come yeah. on, Ben. Yeah, he and Matt Damon were big time swearing. I don't know if Matt still smokes or not, but back in the day. Tell was... me,
1: do you smoke? <laughs> <laughs> uh, an insider tells the e news that Affleck feels it, that it's over with uh We shook us? We're shook us, yeah.
3: I thought they were like a house hunting together.
1: Uh, as one of the most famous stars in the world, Affleck's love of life has long been the subject of fascination. He famously split from Jennifer Garner after ten years of marriage in 2015. Officially went public with Saturday Night Live producer Shook us in July of last year, though their relationship was reportedly started
3: had started uh, previously. So. Have you seen the trailers for uh, Jennifer Garner's new film? It's I think it's called Peppermint or something like that. No, I don't know. What's it about? And she's basically like it's a, it's a revenge movie where she is a badass. Oh. Ooh, yeah,
1: I like that. Uh, the characters, Winona Ryder and Keanu Reeves played in 1992's Bram Stoker's Dracula Got Married, but the stars may have unwittingly tied the knot as well, and if so, they're still married. <laughs> uh, they uh, So Reeves and Ryder played uh, Mina and Jonathan Harker in the classic flick, and she told Entertainment Weekly, we actually got married in Dracula. She said, no, I swear to God, I think we're married in real life. In that scene, uh, Francis, she said, Francis Ford Coppola, Used a real Romanian priest. We shot the master, and he did the whole thing. So I think we're married. Did they use their real names? That's the question. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. Reeves took it in stride, uh, joking to Ryder that it was lovely to see her again. <laughs> Uh, the pair have reunited for a rom-com called Destination Wedding, which is out August thirty first. I haven't seen anything about that. No, I have
3: not seen Destination Wedding. Uh-huh. However, are we, did you ever see the uh, Coppola version of Dracula? Sure, it's a great movie. Long time ago, it's been ages since Love I've seen it. it. Yeah, they okay. use a lot of old-style cinematic effects in it. You know, like they, they uh, just different things that they've done throughout the years in cinema to create this sort of really fantastical. Perception of Dracula's castle and all the stuff that goes on. And it's really something worth seeing. All right. More importantly, when's John Wick 3 come out? That's got to be another six months, eight months, maybe, maybe a
4: full year. All right. If it's within a year, I'm I'm cool with that.
3: Uh, This is a bizarre
1: story. Italian actress, uh, Aja Argento, one of the most prominent activists in the Me Too movement uh, who has accused Harvey Weinstein of raping her, recently settled a sexual assault complaint against her. Yeah. ...by a young actor. This blew my mind when I saw this. A guy named Jimmy Bennett, who is 22, filed an intent to sue... ...shortly after Argento said last October that Weinstein raped her. Bennett said that Argento sexually assaulted him in 2013. He was 17, she was 37. Uh, the age of consent in California, where the alleged incident took place, is 18. The two had starred together in a 2004 film... ...in which Argento played Bennett's mother... According to the Times which said it received court documents that included a selfie of the two in bed, Argento settled with Bennett for $380,000. I don't know the details of it other than that, um, but I wonder if it's just the age thing or if she did it against his will. That I don't know.
3: There are photographs that show them sort of smiling in bed is my understanding. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the story is, but she is at the forefront, as you said, of the Me Too movement. So to have this come out is certainly eye-opening yeah she and she paid so, yeah yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, I'm curious as to if it was some sort of extortion or I have no idea uh, Miss America Kara Mund is accusing the Miss America organization of bullying and silencing her uh, the irony of the accusation hasn't escaped her or anyone else in the past year the Miss America organization has scrambled to give its image a facelift after a series of scandals in which its leaders were ousted for slut and fat shaming contestants. The organization put Gretchen Carlson, a former Miss America herself, in place to help lead the organization forward, and swimsuit competitions were banned. But the same issues are still in play, according to MUND. In a five-page letter, MUND Miss America 2018 specifically called out Miss America CEO Regina Hopper and chair Gretchen Carlson for having, quote, Silenced me, reduced me, marginalized me, and essentially erased me in my role as Miss America. Those are all bad things. In subtle and not so subtle ways on a daily basis. Mund vented her frustrations at being deemed, quote, not important enough for big interviews, which was reserved for Carlson. She was also told that she was to blame for sponsors dropping the pageant. Uh, Mund gave examples of her behavior that many observers linked to that of the notorious Mean Girls film, also depicting nasty Gretchen and Regina characters. Does Gretchen Carlson have a burn book? uh, Claiming that they knowingly mispronounced her name and lied about her. Uh, Mund wrote, let me be blunt. I strongly believe that my voice is not heard nor wanted by our current leadership, Nor do they have any interest in knowing who I am and how my experiences relate to positioning the organization for the future. Hmm. I truly felt more valued, respected, and viewed as a real collaborator within my first three months rather than these last eight months. The differences in treatment are stark.
3: This is a uh, sort of a uh, PR nightmare for yeah, the pageant. They yeah. go through this whole thing where we're g- we're going to make it better now, and here she is. She's the current Miss America, and she's complaining like this.
1: In a statement, the organization said it is disappointing that she chose to air her grievances pub- publicly, not privately. Her letter contains mis- but she's char- always
3: been a bitch
1: uh, mischaracterizations. <laughs> that bitch and many. <laughs> And many unfounded accusations. I just knew she
3: was a dumb bitch.
1: Uh, We are reaching out to her privately to address her concerns. The Miss America uh, organization supports Kara, they said. (laughs) Cat fight,
3: man. You know, we've always known, and people that we've talked to have been through the pageant system. Yes, there's cattiness and and backstabbing and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, when you go through a whole thing where we're going to get our act together and then you have this coming out, Mm -hmm. it doesn't uh, doesn't portend good things. Uh, The crew of
1: Guardians of the Galaxy has come out swinging for director James Gunn after Disney ousted him for decade-old tweets that he sent out making light of pedophilia and rape. Dave Bautista has been one of Gunn's most vocal defenders, and the WWE wrestler-turned-actor thanked the company in a tweet that likened Disney to Donald Trump. Uh, He wrote, thanks, Disney, making America great again. Uh, He wrote alongside an article on the subject. Uh, Chris Pratt and Zoe Saldana have also rallied to Gunn's side, uh, but Disney has said repeatedly that it will stand by its decision, so they're not budging
3: at all. They did have a meeting with uh, with him with Gunn, uh, apparently. And uh, who was not – somebody was not there who should have been there. But anyway – The actors did, Steve?
5: Or Disney did? Disney did. Oh, okay.
3: And um, that was my – that's my understanding. And they're staying steadfast with this, though there has been a pretty large writing campaign which leads some people who speculate on these things to say that Disney may have – uh, other things that could appear very inflammatory. So there, there was so
4: somebody not there that should have been there. I forget how it was played that out. Person David Hasselhoff. It might have been David Hasselhoff, okay.
3: as we know, a big Guardian supporter. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
4: Actually, actually, he was in the he was in the <laughs> he was in the second one. Wasn't You're right. Yes. yes.
1: Yeah. 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 Remember, because his father it. figure. <laughs> yeah. He, he David Hasselhoff. Hasselhoff, and they find yeah. a way to, so to briefly make him appear. That's yeah. right. Uh, (laughs) It's all
5: coming together, guys. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) Our jokes become reality. (laughs) Okay, here you go. Meghan Markle's father, Thomas.
2: Oh, boy. boy, Here we go. This is a good one. (laughs) Listen to what he says this
1: time. So he's talking to the press again. The 74-year-old described the royal family as, quote, cult-like to the son. He said they are either like Scientologists or the Stepford family. He said they're cult-like like like Scientology because they are secretive.
3: Give me a favor. (laughs) in James Bond, I <laughs> have <laughs> a mission for him.
1: Uh, he said they close the door, they pull the shades down, and they Listen, put...
3: Listen, I want you to eradicate this fat
1: F with extreme prejudice. Uh, and they put their fingers in their ears so they don't have to hear.
3: Apparently, uh, the mm-hmm. word or the or the phrasing was uh, eye-rolling the queen when the name of Thomas Markle comes I'm sure. up. sure. Like, mm-hmm. what can we do with this bastard? Exactly, yeah. He's, and he's honestly, if you have any love for your daughter, let it go. It's, I, it's her time. It's her time up here.
1: I, I want to hear what the what the backstory is on the relationship with the daughter before all of this, before all of the the royal family came into play, because it seems like they may not have had the closest of relationships. Probably not. Uh, Heather Locklear returned to social media on Saturday Yay, night for the first good. time in four months amid the legal and personal struggles that she has been facing in the past year, including trips to rehab and multiple arrests. Is she
4: sober? Do you know?
1: Um, not.
3: She
4: can't I, be. Not at this point.
1: case there's very little that was pointed. At. It just says sun shining day. And it was a picture of her dog wearing sunglasses. So she, she thinks she'll go out for a walk outside. Yeah. Summer sun's <laughs> calling her name.
4: Uh, she just, just is can't sleep inside all day. Uh, she right? is
1: next scheduled to appear in court on August thirtieth. Now she may be on the path to recovery. She may be yeah. working on it and this might be a step of uh you know, coming out and, and finally addressing the public a little bit. Anyway. A lot of times, people. Yeah, there, there you,
3: is, you go. There it is. Imagine her with her hair all go out. A big a big mistake is that people think. Oh, I, I haven't. I've I've had enough rehab now. I'm good. I, I've had enough. You know, AA or whatever. And they cut it short. You need to just spend time working on yourself. Well, it's just a social media post. Yeah, yeah I, yeah. I don't know. She's. Uh... I think when, the, when the, they just kind of want you to lay low, right? I don't know. Who knows? Do whatever you want.
2: No, no. social media
3: after whatever you do. <laughs> it's All very right. nurturing. Uh,
1: this is cool. Uh, the Watchmen uh, there's going to be a TV series on HBO in 2019. Uh, While fans have gotten teases of an upcoming show, HBO finally officially announced this past Friday that it's ordered a full series of Watchmen, which is based on the DC comic books uh, written by Alan Moore with art by Dave Gibbons. HBO shared a teaser image as well as a full cast list, and it, it includes some big names like Jeremy Irons, Don Johnson, Regina King, uh, Lewis Gossett Jr. I was really excited to see That's when is pretty the cool. last time you saw Lewis Long Gossett time. Jr. in anything. Tim Blake Nelson, there's a lot of names, several I don't know. Uh, but anyhow, fans already suspected the popular comic book series about troubled superheroes was getting its own TV series after Watchmen showrunner David Lineloff shared an image on Instagram in 2017 titled Day One. And it showed an up close of the trophy marked with the words Ingratitude, which was presented to the original superhero Night Owl in the, uh, in the comic book. Um, I read a little bit more into it, Steve, and they are not going to follow the comics at all which is a good thing they I, want to do an original story
3: uh, and I'm cool with that yeah. in fact lendelof is describing it as a uh, as a mix like a uh, like a cocktail that features one of the ingredients is the watchman, History. Okay, yes.
4: so it will live in that universe. Yes, right universe. 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 Like
3: uh, <laughs> Chakass. like Chacat. Yeah.
1: Um, but it's not. Gonna, it's not going to be that story. It's basically going to be. It's going to be uh, superheroes that are um, the Watchmen. The Watchmen. No, that are. Uh, that are illegal. You know, yes. They're, they're,
4: they're vigilantes. They're vigilantes.
1: They're, the, the, the law is, is against them. Okay. and But but it will not cover the whole story with Ozymandias and, and that you saw in the movie but and everything. But
4: that did happen in that universe. Not in, in it, this universe. Not, not it, this, it, did, this, it, it,
1: it is not a, it's not a sequel. It's not a prequel. It's a It's, completely, a it's an alternate timeline. It's an alternate story altogether. Uh, Which would be cool, because I love The Watchmen, man. It's it's one of my favorites, and the book was amazing.
3: Zack Snyder did a phenomenal job. It is a great movie. Especially the extended cut, if you ever get a chance to watch that.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see. Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott are fully shacking up. Kylie has scored her first Vogue cover, in Inside Australia's September issue... Uh, she dished on her love, life, and
3: motherhood, and it helped that uh, Kendall was asking the questions. Ooh, Kendall was interviewing her. Is this now? This is only Vogue Australia,
1: I, I believe. It says uh, oh, that's nothing inside Australia September issue. So I guess so. That's nothing.
3: Well, this is is this this is Kylie
1: on the cover. It says Vogue Australia. Yeah, Kylie Jenner okay. is being interviewed by Kendall
3: Jenner. Oh, I, I got confused. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. Uh, noting rumors to the contrary on social media about living with, uh, with Travis. Kylie tells Kendall, I'm actually scrolling through Instagram right now. And it says that me and Travis don't live together. And so I just, what do you mean? It says Instagram it, she says, it says no. The people are saying that. So whatever, man. Uh, so anyhow, she says, and so I just want to say that we never miss a night with each other. And go back and forth from my Calabasas house and the city home that we actually got together. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, so one of their houses they <laughs> share together.
3: Well, uh, are, they, are they taking the Rolls Royce? He gifted her with for her birthday. I, I don't know. Uh, so
1: how's life in the fast lane changed for Kylie Cosmetics uh, mogul since welcoming Stormy on February 1st? She said, I don't think my life has changed since becoming a mom. I think the way I look... At life has changed since becoming a mom. I know so it's the way very, she looks at
3: life. very taxing for the nannies, but for me, I'm doing very well. <laughs> she said, I think more of the future. I used to live each day
1: as it came, and now I look at the future. I actually feel like I love myself more after I oh, had God. Stormy. I'm
2: bored.
1: And Is it possible punch? to love yourself more? <laughs> she said, I'm, I'm trying to be, I mean, I'm already a positive person, but just having fun being
3: positive. <laughs> Preston, where can we get that uh, that magazine?
4: It's Born in Australia. Australia. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, guys. Online. I'm going to Australia. Uh, you want me to pick up a magazine Please while do, I'm out yeah. there?
5: All right. We can share one. And some Vegemite. You don't want your own? No. Just, well, you get, can't man. have mine. Like, maybe borrow it? No.
1: Now, Kylie has praise for Travis as a father. She tells Kendall, we both experience, uh, experienced this for the first time, so I love learning together and just watching him with her. He's so good with her, and she really ob- obsesses with him.
3: They said She says, like, seven times out of ten, he can recognize her. Oh, so. wow. Well. <laughs> now, uh, she
1: also dished on launching, launching an almost $1 billion business via Kylie Cosmetics. Uh, she said, my lip kits... Started with, number one, my obsession with makeup and lips specifically. Ah. And just how I took my insecurity with my lips. And had surgery. And injected them. (laughs) And turned it into my business model. All I had to do was inject raw wood pulp into my lips. Uh, Something I just became obsessed with was lips and lipstick. And how wearing lipstick made me feel. I just love bigger lips.
3: It's like <laughs> and I just got obsessed, she says. It's just it's just ridiculous mm-hmm. that the whole now it mind you it, you cannot argue with success she's a billionaire. Yeah, but she but the yes. whole initial thing was predicated <laughs> on Watson. a lip augmenting cosmetics yeah. that were had nothing to do with the way her lips looked.
4: Mm-hmm. No, in fact, uh her um god-given lips are Insulin. Do you know that? Yeah. Like buy... she had no upper lip. which is fine. I would buy a, a, a breast
3: product marketed by Norma Stitz because <laughs> that's natural.
1: Uh, now, on setting an example for Stormy, she said, "I feel like having a daughter and thinking about beauty in the future." Oh my god, has definitely changed me, and I feel like it has made me love myself more <laughs> and accept everything about me. I just love me. Listen to this. She goes, even my ears. I love my ears.
3: <laughs> I just <laughs> what? love Look at what? this. Look at look self-obsessed people. Look at those. Do you see those? Wait, They're what? beautiful.
2: They... Someone Nothing. get me a picture of her ears. <laughs>
3: the truth yeah. of the matter is she does not resemble her own family photos. She looks like. I,
2: yeah. I, over the weekend, I saw a, like when she was young and now, and it's just.
3: You cannot see any Genetic lineage between the woman she is now listen and what me. she was 5 years ago. Wait, and, it, and and it's not e- puberty that did that.
2: Even her ears. Look at them. They they look like ears.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, so her ear, ears, her so. ear team takes a lot of
1: pride <laughs> in that. <laughs> well, listen to this. She says, "Even my ears, I always felt like they stuck out too far." Okay. And Stormy has the same ears as me, and so now I love my ears. Yeah. Or I hate my daughter's ears. <laughs> right. Uh, She said, it's just having a different outlook on life so I can pass that on to her. She just
3: bought Fisher-Price breast implants for Stormy. (laughs) She
1: says, I want to be an example for her. What kind of example would I be if she said that she didn't like her ears
3: and then I didn't like them either?
2: Is this happening?
3: Do you know what's happening? Minus all of the, we can say everything we want. She's about to be a billionaire. Yeah. She said, I just... I
1: just want to teach that to her. I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to love myself more. Go ahead.
4: Here's well, okay. a vibrator. Have at it. <laughs> because I mean, <laughs> what she's saying now is, all right, if you don't like your ears, it's fine. You can have them fixed, <laughs> right? Well, because I didn't like my lips. And she was and very
3: con- self conscious about mm-hmm. her lips. Mm-hmm. She recently, supposedly, uh, had the lip pulp or the wood pulp removed. And now does what she does with her cosmetics line? I okay. don't
4: know. I saw a picture of her sister Kim and Kanye at a wedding over the weekend. Apparently, Kanye wore like uh, slippers that were too small for his, for his feet. So, yes. um, did you see that, Kath? No. Oh, all right. So, there so there are pictures of of like uh, easys. Uh, wow. Yeah, but they, they were. I mean, they were like bathroom slippers. Okay. But they so the pictures were of their feet, and I noticed Kim's feet. And, she, and I mean she's like almost a billionaire too her toes are so jacked up it's oh, it's really? this, yeah you gotta take a look May, made me feel good <laughs> I, I wanna I want to
1: point something out so we're, we're talking right. about a, a girl here who's saying that she's trying to love herself more Nick has her instagram uh account up yeah why I have never in my life seen someone who loves themselves more <laughs> than this person mm-hmm. every single picture of on this account is a shot of her posing and trying to look sexy. So,
2: What's the Barbie pants?
1: Congratulations,
3: darling. You love yourself. Now, remember, by the in way. In fact,
1: you love yourself more than anyone in the world.
3: I can clearly see by the, the th- pictures. Those pictures and those Instagram pictures and those Twitter pictures all earn her money. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, All right, uh, a couple other
1: quick things, and we're going to wrap this. Uh, Bruce Willis and Demi Moore are back together for their daughter, Rumor's 30th birthday party. The pair, who separated in 2000, got together for lunch with Rumor, Scout, and Tallulah. They had a pony ride. In a picture on Instagram, Bruce and uh, Demi embraced Rumor, and Demi also recently appeared at the, uh, the Bruce roast on Comedy Central, <laughs> and she looks great. She really does. She looks really, really good. All
3: the daughters look really good.
1: No, I was talking about uh, Demi. Oh. Lauren. Uh, Because I hadn't seen Demi in a long, long time. Yeah, Uh, she was married to Willis for twelve years, from nineteen eighty-seven to two thousand. Uh, in October, New York's uh, Food Film Festival is going to open with an unaired episode of Anthony Bourdain's Parts Unknown as a tribute to the chef who passed and uh, uh, took his own life in June.
3: They were running a uh, commercial last night. I was watching the uh, CNN series on the comedians, mm-hmm. and they were running a commercial for the final season, obviously, of the Anthony Bourdain series. And it's it's actually really nice. It's just him sort of sitting, looking out at, I guess, the sunset or, the, or whatever, but very sad. But they, I guess they have like eight. Episodes remaining to be aired?
1: Uh, next year, CNN will air a documentary on his life and work. Pre production has just geared up for that. And then, one last thing a teaser trailer from The Oath, starring Ike Barnholtz and Tiffany Haddish, uh, shows the pair dishing out the laughs on the fierce take on Thanksgiving dinners. Uh, in our newly highly politicized world, it's, it's pretty funny. Yeah, I uh, haven't seen it. It, 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 good. it. it ends up with, you know, tasing and people just beating the crap out <laughs> of each other. Uh, the premise is all Americans are being asked to sign a loyalty oath uh, by the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, and uh, Baron Holt's character uh, says, I'm not going to ruin Thanksgiving, and then cuts to him screaming, You're all Nazis. <laughs> uh, the oath hits theaters via roadside attractions <laughs> on October 12th. So that movie's coming out. We're ready to uh, hit some clips here, folks. Mile 22 follows CIA operative James Silva as he leads his small team through South Asia to transport an important asset. 22 miles for extraction in this clip mark Wahlberg talks about how he prepared for his monologues here we go
4: I had so much dialogue that i literally like i was
3: on punishment had detention in school and had to write something down i would write each each speech
4: down five times a day in the beginning of the day and the end of the day to be able to memorize these and he cut them in half
1: yeah! uh, mile 22 is in theaters now here's the next clip the MTV Video Music Awards still attempt to honor talented artists and their music, and that's why Jennifer Lopez is receiving this year's Vanguard Award. Uh, here she talks about the importance of working hard to succeed.
8: I think in
2: any career, you just have to really work harder than everybody else. Honestly, that's, that's been kind of the secret sauce for me. I just don't let up. I don't let up. I just keep... Keep going and keep trying harder and keep trying to evolve and grow within what I'm
1: doing. You sound
0: insane.
1: The 2018 Video Music Awards air tonight. Oh, my God. Uh, (laughs) On BET, it says. That's
3: a really odd choice for the MTV Awards. Right? That That cannot be right. That can't Uh, be right. Is it the BET Awards and they just screwed up? (laughs) It says the MTV. The MTV Awards always.
0: (laughs) No, no, no. no.
5: (laughs) The MTV Awards are not on BET. BET. Or, or is this the BET Awards? On MTV? No, not on... I, Let's
1: I, find out. You know what, it Marissa? Hang go. on. She's got a microphone.
9: I'm um, talking to and Georgie put the clips together. She said she couldn't find it listed on MTV tonight. Let's go to MTV's website.
3: Then it might not be the MTV Video Music Awards. That'd be really well, bad for them was. if they lost their own awards
5: show to BET. <laughs> scroll scroll down there. <laughs> Yeah, the MTV Awards are tonight on on MTV. Yeah, it's it's on MTV. (laughs) Well, what's on BET tonight? Probably
9: both. They probably air it everywhere.
5: You think so? I think so. By by national decree, the MTV
3: Movie Awards
5: are are are, are BET and MTV together. You can also catch the show live on VH1, Comedy Central, BET, right, and And CMT. CMT. Wow. Okay, it's not
1: that good. By the way, you ever watch a movie on CMT? No, is it good or bad? I, a two-hour movie three takes hours. three and a oh, half really? hours. <laughs> they play more commercials than any network I've ever seen before. Marissa?
9: Wait, is, C, is CMT a pay-for-channel? Because I don't have it.
1: No, it's, Country it's, music it's, television? Yes,
4: no. on my uh, there, there are certain packages uh, that you, like, for instance, I changed my package the other day, and I don't get True TV anymore.
9: Yeah. What? The past yeah. two iterations, I finally like got rid of my big silver remote and like upgraded to X1. And um, I don't have CMT still.
3: That's
1: odd.
9: It's really weird.
3: Call your local cable provider. I will, because so I wanted to
9: watch. I um, just um, say, give me Reba.
3: everything. Give me everything and two of everything. I couldn't live without true TV. Yeah,
4: I know. Practical jokers. I thought I could. Yeah. And I'm realizing that I. Wow. I well, it also has all
3: fun. the true crime stuff,
4: too. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Anyhow, uh, that is what I have in the entertainment report for you this morning, my friend. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back in a second, but not before we give away two passes for some exciting young ladies to get their hands on Kathy's box. That's right. Kathy's bitch box, part two. The party is Thursday night. We're headed to Harrison, Philadelphia. You're at least 21 years of age, and you can join us for this get together. You can bring a guest who has to be a female as well because it's a sorority get together. Let's get you on board. 215 263 WMMR. We'll take the first two callers, and you will be able to join us. And it starts at 6 o'clock on Thursday. You have to be there to get the bitch box. You have to. All right, 215 263 WMMR. We'll be back in just a moment.
0: On 93.3 WMMR.
10: What's new? Glad you asked.
0: Greta Van Fleet.
4: Smashing Pumpkins.
10: Dorothy. Dorothy. Music. More of everything
1: that
8: rocks. On 93.3 WMMR.
1: Steve, I'm at that point in my life where I actually like to brag about how much sleep I got last I night. I know. And over the weekend, it was record
3: numbers. I slept really? so
1: well in my sleep number bed. Yes, it was Oh, it was me time. It was wonderful.
3: Well, the, besides the length, there's the girth press. Now, besides the length, <laughs> there is the, um, the, the, the a sound sleep. And yeah. that's what I love about this bed. The bed I have the 360 bed, which adjusts throughout uh, the, the night every movement yeah. I make. Solid night sleep, you're going to love it. Yeah, it
1: senses your every move. It yeah. automatically adjusts both sides, by the way, so it's perfect for couples. My sleep number setting is an 85. My sleep IQ score last night was a 90. 90 and 90. Listen, you'll want to come in during the biggest sale of the year. All beds are on sale. Plus, you can save 50% on the new sleep number 360 limited edition smart bed. And that is going on now through Labor Day, but you got to get in there. We have lots of locations in our area. The Christiana Mall, the Dover Mall, the Warrington Shops at Valley Square are just a few. If you go to sleepnumber.com, you will find the Sleep Number store that is closest to you. The best time to save on a new Nissan
5: is now during the bottom line modeling. This 93.3 WMMR audio on demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors. Hey,
1: it's Preston. Listen, when I want to relax, I go to Hand and Stone Massage Facial Spa. Listen, whether you want a rejuvenating massage or refreshing facial, Hand and Stone is the place to go. Introductory massages or facials start at just $59.95. Visit Handandstone.com or one of their 50 locations in the Delaware Valley. Restrictions apply. See spot for details. French Creek
7: Outfitters in Phoenixville has everything you need for the great outdoors and beyond. All the big-name brands, they have them. Visit FrenchCreekOutfitters.com for additional info. French Creek Outfitters, why take a chance with
3: anybody else? Are you ready for love? If so, Stephen makes it easy hand-picking diamonds to create a stunning engagement ring that's guaranteed to take her breath away. Stephen Singer Jewelers Real Love Experts at the other corner of 8th and Walnut, or IHateStevenSinger.com.
1: Hey, gang, it's Preston. Listen, these days, you know how it is. You can get practically everything you want on demand. I mean, it's like our podcast. You listen whenever you want, when it's convenient for you. But did you know that you can even get postage on demand? Hey, all you need is stamps.com. What is that? Well, I'm here to tell you, friends, with stamps.com. You can access all the services of the post office and do it right from your desk. All available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You just click, you print, you mail, and you're done, my friend. Stamps.com will even send you a digital scale so you can weigh your letters and packages and print the exact amount of postage every single time. Here's what you got to do to get it all, gang. Right now, use Gadzooks for a special free offer. They have a four-week trial that includes postage and the digital scale. So don't wait on this. You want to check it out now. Go to Stamps.com. Before you do anything else, click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in the word Gadzooks. Once again, that's Stamps.com and enter Gadzooks. Check this out. This is the Preston and Steve Show
0: podcast.
1: Uh, hopefully you were the one, or maybe at least you went out and got close, but uh, over at Maggie's on the waterfront over the weekend, our friends at Miller's Light, Miller Light had an appearance uh, to get you set for the Miller Light uh, London Calling uh, with Green Legion and the President's Eve show, our trip to England. So we got a finalist there, yes. and then the next event is going to be Wednesday. Marissa will be at Destination Dog, which is at 1111 Walnut Street in Philadelphia. Miller Lite Specials, it's from 7 to 9. Stop by, you might win some prizes, and you might just be one of our finalists for London.
3: We've never, well, years and years and years and years ago, we went to Ireland. It's been a long time since we've done anything even remotely of this level trip-wise with the show it's going to be amazing.
1: Yeah, we haven't done an overseas thing in ages, uh, or even. I mean, I guess yeah, that may, that would have been the last. one. We word. had to learn, learn the language. No, that was trip. a big issue. What's that
4: mystery trip? We did uh, Jamaica. I mean,
1: yeah, I, I was thinking the, the Caribbean's not quite as far, yeah. but, but I yeah, agree. yeah, yeah. So, but anyhow, this it's is going a to be, big trip. This is a big event, and uh, we'd love for you to get on board. So that is coming up uh, Wednesday at Destination Dog. Make sure you join uh, Marissa, and uh, we were looking at. Uh, <laughs> Here we are in, in August, and I was looking at the calendar of my wife. I'm like, we need to have a meeting. We need to sit down. We need, we need to plot some stuff out. Yeah. And I'm telling you, we have this dinner that we wanted to have with our friends. You know when we've had to schedule it? When? November 17th. <laughs> wow, really? <laughs> because everything else is completely filling up. When you have kids going to school in your life and activities, yep. it just... It, it, it has taken over activities. And, I mean, and that's where I am. We have to we have to look to November to get together with friends.
3: So that's where it is. As a father, do you appreciate it when one of your kids just stays in his room all the time? It's one. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Parker. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> We're just thank you. Out in your room. Jesus, thank you. Um,
1: <laughs> but yeah, we've got all these things on the way. Man. Yeah, uh,
5: the soccer starts up this weekend for my son, which means uh, every weekend from now until um, December essentially has mm-hmm. uh, something going on. But I, I went to. Uh, Phil's game last week with a friend, uh, Preston, and an old college buddy. And he and I were trying uh, – two years ago, three years ago, we put together sort of a mini college reunion uh, with a bunch yeah. of guys that went to the college together. And we started talking about doing that again this year. Forget it. Yeah. Like It's just with people's lives, schedules, work schedules, family schedules, everything else. It, and so we're like, all right. Maybe we'll aim for 2019. I we'll get to- together then. You know we'll have a good time <laughs> then. That, bing, bing, yeah. bing. that I thought goes through my head every time, Steve. I'm like, uh, if not now, when? But yes. y- you have to accommodate with people's schedules.
1: I hate to be the, you know, uh, back in the day type of person, but was it this busy when we were kids too or not? No. Did no. we just not know it? Did we not know it? Well you know I just I, mean? I
4: just you know from a um sports standpoint uh the the I think sports today and I'm not talking at elite levels or anything like that, uh, is, is way more involved than it was when I was a kid. It has to be.
3: You would generate it more organically. I would get together with my friends and we go play sports. Yeah. We weren't. It, it yeah. wasn't as organized. It wasn't as regimented. It wasn't, I have to be driven everywhere and all right. that stuff. The demand on the parents was far more reduced, well, at also, least on certain dude, levels. We had a vacant lot we'd play
1: in. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, I'll meet you it's at the eight. lot at 2 o'clock and we'll right. play
3: ball. You know, I mean, that's kind of the way it was. Now, there was
1: organized sports. Yes. But, well, I'm just, but there was it wasn't uh, you know, fall leagues and travel leagues and blah 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 and all this well, and an indoor uh, uh, training that I mean, come place on. in the
4: off season. Baseball did not exist any at any point uh, outside of spring right. and, and early summer. And we never had games on Saturday or Sunday. Ever. Uh-huh. And, and now
2: and now I feel like they're doing the kids are doing everything. They're doing every sport, which I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Nope. They're trying it all out, but really? I remember as a kid I, think I didn't think wrong. I mean, I didn't. I was like, I did dance and gymnastics. I didn't also do t-ball and soccer and... Our
3: greatest enemy, Kathy, is an engaged, active child. (laughs) (laughs) Because they are a time suck. No, I, I, um... No question. And school
1: starts next week, by the way, ma'am.
3: Yeah. And don't, it's, you don't over... Listen, don't underestimate a dumb kid. School is not necessary. Are we overlooking that i why why would this you need a formal education. Right.
4: Uh Kath, I, I played a sport in every season. Uh there's no, there I know in every season,
2: yeah. but we're we're at two sports in the fall. Like it, it it's multiple sports Wait, per season. Sports? We're doing flag, football, and soccer.
4: Oh, okay.
3: We did i uh, here's that what we did as a well. here's what I did as a kid. And again, I don't think it's a case of uh things change, obviously. Uh, but uh uh there's uh, what a genius I am to come to that conclusion. But the uh, um uh, we had we had uh, little league. That was it, and then and then to your point, Preston. Yes, we'd go out, we'd play our own games of football. We would do soccer. We would do whatever. We'd go out to a field and do whatever we wanted to do. And it was it was less regimented. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a benefit to having it more regimented. It seems like though, you know, you guys with the kids have your schedule pulled in fifty million different ways. Yeah. Well, and
2: I think part of it too is to just keep them as they get older, keep them, uh, you know, involved in things and out of trouble. Do whereas,
3: you, do you do you trust that? I mean. I, don't, I wouldn't you know, say like my it, parents weren't, were, they were involved. We certainly went and did things. But a lot of times, we created our own deals. Right,
2: but here, it goes back to, like, we talked about this before, how when we were kids, we would go outside in the street and ride bikes and play. And, yeah. And, you know, we'd just come home. Help guys look
3: for their puppies. No,
2: well, but yeah. that's the problem. So now yeah. you can't let your kid go outside and play in the street. So now we're going to organize a game, and we're going to go practice on Wednesday, game on Saturday.
1: Mm. Yeah, I mean, there's a juxtaposed argument that uh, everybody's got their heads buried in screens, kids, and and they don't do uh, a lot of uh, going out and playing and so forth. But then again, they stay busy doing the organized things. Though. I think
4: um, for where where we live, there's there's just my kids can't take themselves to their practices; they have to be driven. Where right. where, I, where I grew up. We could. I mean, I could walk or, or ride my bike to baseball, football, or swimming or diving or whatever. Um, but where we live now is just. But if, if how I old had, is Casey? Uh, she's twelve, almost thirteen. Tell me that you. she's not. She could easily drive a car. Yeah. You could teach her. <laughs> probably. Yeah. If we still, yeah. if we still yeah. lived in our old neighborhood, <laughs> my kids would probably be out more. You know, riding their bikes to their, their friends' houses I and stuff like that. At but thirteen, I could have driven a car. I could have driven. I did. Problem. And yeah, the great I think
3: thing I did too, Steve. I, I, <laughs>
1: I drove a Mazda in
5: first gear for about three miles. And Casey, your daughter, Casey, yeah. when she does get her license. She will be entirely <laughs> responsible for the other siblings. Like, I I would put faith in your daughter now yeah. for getting the other two kids around. Maybe. At any, all right, not, not right away. Not quick right question. away. Okay.
3: I know this is tangential to this. Trust me.
5: Uh-huh. Uh, how old do you have to be to use Uber?
4: Uh, oh. That's a good question. Well, all right. So my nephew uh, was using right. it last year as a, <laughs> right? as a as a 15-year-old. He was using it. Hey, lazy parents. Yeah.
3: Find out how old you have to be to use Uber and <laughs> then ask... Make that a, a you know, g- honey. Can you get an Uber
5: to gymnastics today, please? <laughs> we're right. Well, are am taking busy. you, yeah. <laughs> There's a business idea, Sp- it is Spor- sports Uber, yeah. sports yeah. Uber, spoober, spoober,
4: spoozer. We essentially have that anyway. <laughs> I mean, the, the way it works for yeah, thanks for calling Spooger. Uh-huh. the way it works for my kids, and and uh, because I'm in the fall, it, whatever, I've got three kids playing three different sports or, Do you or guys whatever. Use, uh, Team snap. Uh, my wife probably does What's team snap what we will yeah
5: go ahead team snap is a, a, um, an app and an organizing email that uh, we certainly didn't have as children for obvious reasons and it um, it's really good at keeping everything organized so it's schedule all of it goes on your calendar everything that if there's updates <sighs> if there's rainouts. Whatever you get a no- you get a notification oh on your my app, God. And, and so much so, Steve, that it even includes like scores. So if you if you're a parent that can't make it to one of the, your kids' games, you'll get an update on the app that says that your team's now up three one or whatever. Is,
3: all right, so let me ask <laughs> oh, uh, in
4: case
5: you remember
3: oh, your point. Yeah, I don't mean to jump
5: in. Is it too
4: much? Is it too much? No, it's not. It's really not that bad. I, yeah, I, I will. I know you love it on I, a certain level. It will sound like I'm complaining from time to time, yeah. but I and know, crying. I know that I will miss it when it's gone yeah. and, I, and I don't know when it's going to be gone so we will we you know we carpool so I, I'm you know my my son and daughter both have friends that live a street over and and they played sports together and all right who do you all take them to practice you pick them up from practice or, yeah. or vice versa uh now they forgot to drive my son home from practice last year and he, he had to stay
2: at the field and
4: he was at the field all by himself <laughs> without a cell phone no, or anything. Like. Yeah, yeah I know <laughs> dude they were mortified they were more so we had practice this year and i turned to uh sure to the left one of the kids there and i turn around to the sun i go now hey uh you remember that you guys are driving us home today say that out loud to me say that out loud uh so but i was just busting her chops Wow. I,
1: yeah, I don't know. I, I may miss it someday, but listen, I ain't getting any younger, and there's a lot of golf to be played. I'm already losing yardage, man. Yes, I'm 50 yes. years old. They need to come watch you play. I, yes, why don't
3: they come caddy for me? That's there exercise. I remember as a kid, I remember when my dad got the, the, the Black & Decker electric lawnmower with an extension cord that I would walk alongside of. I was the cord
5: caddy. Walking along, that's what I would do on a Saturday. Man, my brothers and I, Steve, we were hired, and my brothers actually had a little mini business going for a stretch of of lawn service, you know, and they made bank doing it. But they had time to do that, you know, they were out in the neighborhood because. I guess there's more time but back do in the we day. make sound like the proverbial when I that we, totally, we totally do I'm sure we I, sound I, that way, but I think there's legitimacy to it as well it's yeah. also it's not
4: I don't think it's as bad as as maybe we think it is yeah um it's worse <laughs> it <is> a, <laughs> f- <laughs> it's, well Steve we had a uh, uh our sidewalk growing up was brick. And Bragger. Had, no, no, it was the worst. You didn't want to shovel it. Oh, It was terrible to shovel, but also. Sh- shoveling brick sucks. We had, you, you know, you mentioned Saturdays. Like, yeah. oh, when it was brick weeding Saturday, it was like, oh, man. Hey, everybody. Yeah. Brick weeding Saturday. <laughs> yep. We had brick weeding Saturday, and then we had uh, um, bush clipping Saturdays. I'm like, this is grandma' this is the worst.
3: I'll be right there. Awful bushy. Oh, oh
1: dear god! god.
0: <laughs> I think I saw a hedgehog in there.
4: <laughs> you had brick sidewalks. Yeah, it's still there. It's still through worse. that whole neighborhood. No, just my mother <laughs> F- sidewalk that sucks yes wow it sucks
3: <laughs> we have a break walkway in the back and i am and just in a uh, couple of weeks it's coming up and then it, um, i'm going away uh-huh. forever uh-huh. oh good for you oh my
1: god get rid of that yeah. uh hang on i have uh jennifer wants to comment on the right. Uber thing. hi jennifer good morning
11: hi good morning how are you good what's up jennifer uh, well, I uh, to go back to the Uber uh, situation, I have been having my son take Uber since he was 13. I'm one of those horrible, lazy parents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least so, you
1: admit it. <laughs> how, how, now, this is just with any driver that comes along, you... Trust yeah, that
11: you're th- pretty much. Wow. He, you know, it, if I couldn't get him from school, I was like, okay, well, here is a debit card and call mm. Uber. So, um, it, you know, it seemed pretty safe. Where do you live? <laughs> it you seems know, it's pretty safe. Pretty safe.
1: <laughs> Whatever parent wants what? to hear. I live in Ben Salem. Live in Ben uh, Salem. Uh,
11: hmm. Yes. Yeah. Bucks County. Right.
1: Yeah. You know, uh, and and you've never, you've <laughs> never, yeah, you've never experienced a driver that's been hesitant to take a 13-year-old by themselves?
11: No, not at all. I, my son's been hesitant to get in the car with them a couple times. <laughs> okay. But-
4: Get in the car. Just... <laughs> Get,
0: in Get in the, in the car. car. <laughs>
3: Get in the car. Get in the goddamn car. Uh, so it says here that uh, it's Uber is everyone's private driver. The company maintains in their terms and conditions that you must be at least 18 years of age and the age of legal majority in your jurisdiction. If different, different than, than 18. 18. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, to obtain an account, though. However, can you, can you as a, an account holder, send them to pick up someone? Mm-hmm. I
2: guess so. That's what she's doing. Yeah.
11: Yes. They have to do it from their phone, though, so that um, the Uber driver knows where. Knows
3: where they
1: going. are. Yeah. Jennifer, how long have you been doing that?
11: Uh, well, he's um, 17 now.
1: So
3: for.
11: So that, and he, he started when he was 13. <laughs> no mm-hmm. kidding. <laughs>
3: wow. I think that's a whole new market.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to be the I parent. I'm going to be driving him when he's 17. Be, when he's 17. be like, nope, you're not getting my car. I'll take yeah, you. Yeah. Uber yeah. Junior. I, yeah. Yeah, I would rather have him Uber, uh, actually, you know.
3: I, Uber I, or I, Lyft? Do you have a preference?
11: Uh, I I have always
1: used Uber. Okay. okay, All right. Thanks, Jennifer. Interesting. I've never used Lyft, by the way. It's a big difference. Are you tired, yeah, driving your children here <laughs> yeah. and there all day? Oh, it's a commercial.
3: Uh, I, <laughs> I may have a solution. <laughs>
1: it's
3: called Scludger.
1: Oh, my Hang God. On. I'm going to go to Ben. Is an Uber driver. Hi, Ben. You're on the air. Good morning.
7: Good morning. Hey. So I just wanted to comment. I drive for Uber and Lyft full-time during the school year. It's against the rules for us to pick up anyone
1: that's under the age of eighteen. Okay, just flat out—that's it.
3: He's getting arrested
1: right now. Hey actually. Ben, I'm
3: sorry about that.
1: What's uh, up? Yeah, I said so. Flat out—that's the rule. Under eighteen, you can't pick them up.
7: Correct. It's, I believe they're working on a solution to where they will have a service for kids to use. But right
1: now, it's against the rules.
3: I think the solution is you, as the Uber driver, hands the child a fake mustache, and they can get in the back.
1: <laughs> have you ever refused to pick someone up because they've been under 18? Uh,
11: yeah, I use my best judgment. So if, they, if they're they like 16, 17,
1: it looks like they're 18, I'll typically
7: not question it because I can't exactly card them.
6: Yeah.
7: All right. But for the most part, you know, it does happen... The biggest problem we have right now is people summoning kids without car seats. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they'll try to put, like, a little, like, two-year-old in the back of a seatbelt or sit on their lap and think it's okay when it's...
6: Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. How
7: do you that do that? You,
3: you, you can't, yeah. You, an Uber okay. driver
4: or a Lyft driver doesn't have a car seat. No, I right. see people getting into cars with kids on their left. I mean, cars, like cabs. Uh, thanks I've seen them. that. And- no, you're right, Case.
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, listen,
1: you're still in a moving vehicle. So yeah. Anything could Except happen. Septa, whatever. Yeah.
5: So there's a company that's expanding across the country now, and it's called Hop Skip Drive. Uh, it's basically Uber for kids. And uh, it's based in Los Angeles. They just launched in Denver, and they're moving from market to market. And so rides start at $15, but there's a carpool oh. option uh and what, it's uh, well it so what six,
3: is have you ever paid
5: a <laughs> well That's i know just six bucks a family do do the drivers have to go through extensive background yeah training like what is it like why uh, is it okay
2: for you know what i mean for kids what how is it different
5: well here it says uh they they only hire pedophiles
4: <laughs>
3: oh, stop looking uh, uh, for drivers
4: i <laughs> <laughs> oh, can keep their
3: yeah shut yeah. wink wink
1: did anybody else hear that besides no. me Steve?
3: No, we were having our own conversation. it ever pet a llama? Good times.
4: What's the name of it, Nick?
5: It's called Hop Skip Drive. I just listen. Hop I, it,
4: Skip Drive. Shut up. I'm. Sh- you have to do background text- checks if you're going to be a uh, a coach of some sort. Yeah. So, how
3: how extensive is a background check on a on an Uber driver or a Lyft driver?
2: Oh, jeez, oh, I, I don't think they that. have there I, is I, listen, I don't think they yeah, I do. I them. I think I've had, just... had drivers that definitely have not had a background check. Uh,
1: but you're right, Casey. Yeah. T- being a coach, um, uh, I, I've definitely heard about all that. You to had to. Yeah.
5: yeah.
4: I had to go through two things of, of training. Uh, one uh, in, in like a... Training audi-
2: or checks?
4: Both. Both. Like uh, I had to sit in an auditorium and go through this whole presentation. They and put you in to, a centrifuge? <laughs> not quite like that. But oh. then I had to go... To another, like, smaller class.
3: I'm glad they do that. Yeah. You don't want, you have to make sure someone's vetted who's around your kids. We're mm-hmm. looking at the commercial here, Preston, and apparently they're, they're so they have moms giving the testimonials. It's okay. it's one of these cases where they are. You'd be surprised at the number of texts and phone
1: calls we have coming in of people that send off their kids, young kids, in uh, Ubers. Mm-hmm. Let me go to, uh, is this Tanya? Tina. Oh, Tina. Hi, Tina. Good morning.
6: Hey, good morning. Hey, what's up? So my little brother, one time, he, he was maybe around 11 or 12, and he sent me a text. He's like, hey, if I tell you something, you promise you won't tell Dad. So I'm like, uh-oh, what's he doing now? And he, he's like, I Uber to go to Dunkin' Donuts when Dad's at work. I Uber to go get ice cream. They go get blah, Like, secretly doing it without so, telling much So
3: sister. quick question. When you when no. you do take the Uber, it's going, it's being charged to a credit card, is it not? Yeah.
6: Yeah, he had, um, so he had a card at that age. He had, had a credit card? card? No, a debit card. Okay. His dad would, like, put some funds on it if he would go to, like, the movies and the mall, teach him to, like, budget a little bit. But, yeah, like, said, my dad, like, no. haven't been checking all his transactions.
1: At 11 years old, this kid was doing this?
6: Yeah.
1: Wow. Okay, there's a lot of things that are weird about that. <laughs> Number one, the driver that's going to take him all over town to be okay with an 11-year-old. Number two, he's got his own debit, debit card. card at 11. <laughs> I understand. I understand the, teaching children responsibility with money early, but giving them their own debit card at eleven. And uh-huh. I
3: approve going to Dunkin' Donuts as they are the sponsor and of this, the Presses Show. This kid okay. had to have set up his own account to do that.
6: Oh yeah, my little my little brother is—he's nuts. He um, <laughs> nuts. to get onto some TV show like Jimmy Fallon or something. He uh-huh. made a fake school ID one time because you have to be 16 years old. <laughs> <laughs>
8: He's
3: he he's gonna be Preston. Uh, he's gonna be Leo DiCaprio uh, yeah. pretending he's a pilot.
4: You know, <laughs> yeah, catch, catch me if you can. can. Yeah, yeah,
6: wow. he's a little scammer for sure.
4: Yeah. Interesting, Tina. Thank but you. It, I mean, you should have a conversation with my mom about you know what she was doing at uh, eight, nine, ten, eleven years old, living in West Philadelphia. What was she doing? I mean, it, 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 it was for her. It was nothing to get at nine years old. To go get on a city bus and go to the shore. Oh, it's yeah. funny you
3: should mention this because I was watching the uh, Comedians in Cars with the one with uh, John Mullaney mm-hmm. And he talked about as a kid, he in, like in Chicago, would go to the movies by himself, mm-hmm. afterwards go to a diner, sit, have order, by himself, order a meal. He was uh, like 11, yeah. you know, and like he goes, he was an 11-year-old acting like a divorced husband. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah,
1: when I was a kid, we definitely, it was a little bit different time, but then again, uh, people went missing and we didn't know what happened yeah, and uh-huh. we've learned a lot more since then. It was
3: better to not know.
1: Just to <laughs> not
3: know about all that bad stuff. Yeah. Uh,
1: let me go to, is this, all right, Key, is that your name? Uh, Keith. 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 Okay, Keith, good morning. Good morning. How you guys doing? Good. What's up, buddy?
12: I actually am uh, an Uber driver I was until it was last week, and I decided to stop doing it. But I've had uh, – I mean, I've had, I didn't know it was a rule until, like, your last caller. <laughs> <laughs>
3: they didn't tell you that. They you. didn't tell you that, did Because we're hearing from a lot of people. <laughs> apparently, from Preston says on the, on the uh, text boards, there's a lot of people yep. sending their kids uh, on uh, with Uber. Now, apparently, Uber policy says no, but you did it a lot yourself, huh?
12: Yeah, the youngest I picked up was probably 10 or 11. His mom was with him. Like, his mom put him in the car. Okay. And, like she just sent them off with me.
4: Well how much training did you go through to become an Uber driver and, and how much of a background check did they do they do?
12: There's no training. There's with with Limp, it's a little more extensive as far as them wanting to actually see the car in person. With uh, with Uber, you just send in pictures of the car, you sign a couple of forms, they say they run a background check, and then, you know, within three or four days you're good to go.
3: We're looking at a new service called Uber premi So you're you sh- have a it has an incubator in the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> thank you keith you can sit more in the car yeah.
4: interesting all right Jeez. thanks man Ooh, i want to what how long does it take to we become an a, uber driver we have other uber drivers here okay i want
1: to go to them uh let me go to i'll go to joe here and uh joe you're on the air good morning sir it's
7: it's crack- what's
5: that what's that? what is
7: what is crackling
5: what is crackling
7: not much. Okay. <laughs> no, I get uh, I get kids all the time. Like uh, I, it, at least once a day, I'll get like at least an eleven-year-old.
3: At least once a day. Yep. And wow. so where 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 routinely are they going, or what what kind of places are they going to? Kids places? Are they going to Dunkin' Donuts? Where are they going? Going to the Purple Orchid. <laughs> yeah, <right.
7: laughs> They're eleven years old to go wherever I take
3: them. Uh, uh, they'll go
1: wherever. Yeah, but give Steve an
7: example. No, usually it's like a like school or whatever. Like. After school program or something.
3: Okay, so they're they're taking an Uber to after school. Well, that well that goes back to the original reason I asked. Mm-hmm. When parents are getting pulled in 50 million different directions, is uh, is there a feasibility to Uber to get them to a a game or something? But I, I, this opened up a whole new realm I was unaware of. Yeah, and cool. and whose account are they using?
7: The the one thing I usually do is um because there's an, there's a part on the app where you can call the the person who ordered it. Mm-hmm. So I'll usually call their mom or dad and let them know they got where they had to go safe. So okay, see, that
3: that right, seems yeah. to be, yeah, that would be, I think that would be a, an absolutely necessary feature that you yeah. have confirmation that they've been dropped hey, off.
4: Joe, from the time that you first applied to be an Uber driver to where you actually became an Uber driver, h- how long was that?
7: Uh, about
3: two days. Two, two days. days. Okay. Yeah. So th- and I think they've actually done, they've actually extended the amount of vetting they do a little bit, right?
7: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the whole kid thing I don't really agree with. I wouldn't put my kid on there, but...
5: Okay. Do you drive in a, 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 the same area most of the time, or are you all over the place?
7: No matter where I start, I live in Norristown, but no matter where I start, I end up in Philadelphia.
5: Okay. Okay.
4: Uh, no doubt, yeah. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it. I just wonder if there's a fun little contest or game that we could play. <laughs> Make Nick become an Uber driver. Like, legit. Um... Or me, but I, I don't usually leave the studio. <laughs> I'll do it, sure. Um, you know. could
2: drive. You could drive people to work.
4: Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, I was
1: going to wrap it up. So uh, interesting about. Uh, I did not know that uh, that it, with all the activities and so forth, that you can just throw your kid in an Uber. In an Uber. <laughs> throw a ten-year-old in an Uber. Send him
3: off the no, Little League. Let him go because he's got his own debit card. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. He can set up his own yeah. account. Yeah.
1: Very, very interesting. All right. Well, listen, I want to take a quick break. We want to come back in a moment. Uh, we do have the B file on the way and an event that's going on tonight that you can be a part of. It's a very cool thing uh, that is a good cause, and it's called Dining Out for the Dogs. And when we get back, we're actually going to have an example of uh, someone who's benefited from that. Uh, But tonight, and we'll tell you more about it in a little bit, we're going to be at the various White Dog Cafe locations, all of us here on the show at various locations, and uh, also members of our Beasley Broadcast family, some of the other radio stations that we work with. We'll be back in just a moment to get you those details. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR presents Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month,
0: Birthday Boy. celebrating our area's best talent.
1: Bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. Click local shots at WMMR.com to see and hear more. Birthday Boy, Jackson's local shots artist of the month. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at family. (laughs) 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Hey, a heads up gang, before you know it, we will be having a calendar release party, but first we have a ha- we have to have a calendar before we have the party. Yeah. And so we are in the uh beginning process of uh starting to organize these things to take place, and if you are interested in being in the pages of our calendar, you can submit photos and information to us. Uh, the email address is girls at wmmr. dot com, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna get this rolling quickly. So, if you're interested, we need to see some of your portfolio. Send the pictures. Uh, Kathy is the one that handles that account. And uh, if you know someone who you think should be in the pages of the calendar, you
3: should uh, let them know about that. And you can be a, you know, you can be a working model or you can be a novice who just happens to have oh, a yeah. couple of pictures. We're really just looking for uh, anybody and everybody who thinks that they, you know, have the chops to be in the calendar. It ends up benefiting everybody because we, this is one of the main giveaways that we have at the camp out for hunger. And, um, you know, you help us out, and we really appreciate it. So if you're interested, we'd love for you to submit. And it's uh, easy to remember the email
1: address is just girls at WMMR.com. So send those over when you get the opportunity. We're going to do the Bizarre File. Now,
0: bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen <laughs> and Steve's Bizarre File! file-
1: And this morning is brought to you by Center for Healing Addiction Treatment Center. You can try a different approach to addiction treatment. Log on to Center, the number four, healing.com, and discover freedom over addiction. We will begin with this. Police responded to a report of a gunshot victim Thursday mornings in uh, Virginia. Police said the shooting started with an argument. Now, a witness said that he heard two people in a local barbershop arguing over whether or not Halle Berry played or would play Aretha Franklin in a
3: movie. <laughs> there was a shooting over this, folks. Okay. At first, I thought it might have been something stupid and frivolous, but this is the kind of thing where you have to brandage a firearm.
1: Police said the fight turned physical, and then one of the subjects, identified as 44-year-old Michael Jermell Hatton, produced a firearm shooting the other man at least once outside the <laughs> shop. Both men got emergency medical assessment and treatment by fire and rescue personnel before being transferred to local hospitals for further treatment. One quick clarification, Preston. Was the shooter in the camp that said yes, she would or she would not? I don't know. Franklin had previously wanted Barry to play her in an upcoming biopic, but Barry claimed that she couldn't sing and wouldn't do the role justice, according to E! News. Instead, Jennifer Hudson was tapped to play the Queen of Soul in the film, who I think is a much better choice. So the
3: one who got shot was voting for Jennifer Hudson? Uh, let's see who is the guy. I probably would have got shot then. Uh, I don't really All know, right. Steve. It's so. tough. It's tough, man. You know how these things are. Police
1: said the gunshot victim, Tony Jonathan Lundy, is considered to be in critical condition. Huh. A nearby business was fully staffed during the shooting, and men inside recalled hearing someone saying "No, no, no" before hearing about four to five gunshots. Hatton was treated for his injuries and released from the hospital. And then he was taken to the magistrate's office where his warrants were secured and served, and he remains held without bond. Things took a barbaric turn Friday night during a fight at Souther's Marsh Golf Club in Plymouth, Massachusetts. A 47-year-old man was arrested and charged with mayhem after allegedly biting another man's finger off during the altercation. Ah! (laughs) I think we have a 911 clip. Yes, we do. Someone called 911 after two foursomes got into it on the course. Firefighters arrived to find that one of the men had his finger bitten off down to the knuckle. Oh! The rest of his finger was on ice. Yeah, here's the uh, 911 clip. Here we go. Be advised, an update
7: from the PD apparently there's two foursomes that got into an altercation, and there's been a finger that's been bitten off. The uh, victim is laying down on the main entrance road
3: between a cluster of three golf carts. Uh, Golf carts.
1: The alleged biter was taken to jail where the victim was transported to a local hospital. The crime of mayhem in Massachusetts is defined as malicious intent to maim or disfigure and carries a penalty of up to 20 years in state prison, by the way. Uh, 28 years ago, a 14-year-old in the United Kingdom got hit in the eye during a game of badminton and she lost her contact lens. But... It was just found embedded in a cyst in her left eye. Oh, my God. God. Ew, ew, ew. 28 years ago, it's been sitting in her eyelid, and she had no idea. So how big (sighs) was that cyst? Uh, I don't know. She only discovered it after visiting an ophthalmologist for what she thought was an unrelated issue. Her left eyelid had been swollen and drooping for about six months. Doctors discovered a well-defined cyst and surgically removed it after that. It broke open, revealing a very fragile hard contact lens inside. I'm going to throw up. Wow. <laughs> it's a mystery as to why the lens only caused swelling
3: and inflammation nearly three decades later.
1: It That's makes...
0: insane. That's a
3: mystery. Isn't Are that crazy? You, you, hear, you hear stories occasionally of people who, who put, like, a contact on top of another contact. They yeah. forget they have them in already? Mm-hmm.
2: Which I don't know how it's possible because... Then
3: wouldn't you? Wouldn't it be blurry? Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't you notice your sight was good?
2: Well, and I've been so. told that you can't, like, a contact can't actually get lost in your eye. It's not like it, you know it, it'll eventually come out, but right.
1: Not in this story. Nope. Eight years. Yeah. Uh, The 74-year-old woman rescued by Good Samaritans from a robbery and a beating in a store parking lot said that she thought her life was about to end. This is Brenda Stinson. She said, I just knew that was it for me. I just thought I was going to be here no more. But the feisty Birmingham woman said she wasn't going town without a fight. She said, I grabbed him between his legs. I grabbed him good between his legs. She said, that's what's been my plan because that's a man's weak spot. But I didn't know it was going to come true. But I know he's going to be sore. Uh, this is a 74-year-old woman. Stinson said that she had bought groceries at Piggly Wiggly and then gone next door to buy her medicine at the pharmacy. When she got back to rescue you, the suspect seemingly came out of nowhere. She said that's when he grabbed me. He grabbed me so quick when we we got to tussing, tussling, and he was trying to get my money, but I was holding on to my pocket. She said she never carries a purse and instead keeps her cash in a brown bag tucked in her pocket. She believes the suspect had followed her and watched her in the piggly wiggly because he knew exactly where to look for the money. She so said, we tussled for about four or five minutes before anybody saw us. He threw me to the ground, and I threw my money on the seat of the car. It was uh, when she landed on the pavement that passersby saw what was happening. Wow. And uh, a witness, Kimberly Whitehead, said, it just hurt my heart to see that. Uh, this man came and grabbed him and then took him to the ground, throwed him to the ground, she said. The man who thwarted the crime, crime was uh, William Daniels. Uh, Stinson said that her attacker kept yelling that he had AIDS, She said he was lying. He thought that the man would let him go if he said he had AIDS. Uh, But Daniels kept the suspect pinned face to the ground until police arrived, but it was the squeeze to the nuts that (laughs) kind of stopped the whole thing as well. Outside
3: the Piggly Wiggly. Yep, it all
1: happened there. Well, a man who was uh, meditating on the curb with his eyes closed in San Francisco's Tenderloin was punched in the face by a robber who took his cell phone and wallet. Uh, The victim, described only as a 43-year-old man, lost consciousness and was treated at a local hospital following the assault. He was just sitting there meditating and a guy came up and punched him in the face. As peaceful as can be. Authorities said the man has since been released from the hospital. The suspect, identified only as male, fled the scene. I hate meditators. Uh, Police did not say what the victim was meditating about, but they did say he had been drinking alcohol, so he was a drunk Man meditating, apparently. Can
3: you possibly be more vulnerable?
1: No. Yeah. You're sitting there with your eyes closed. Drunk. You got a good buzz going on. Somebody (laughs) walks up and punches you in the face. All right. So anyhow, that is what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, is the Dining Out for Dogs event that is taking place in multiple locations. Uh, The White Dog Cafe and there are three different locations that you can join us. And uh, to get more on about this, because proceeds are going to benefit Alpha Bravo Canine. We did this last year. And uh, we're going to welcome a guest to the studio who has brought in his service dog, Lydia. And he is one of the first recipients of an Alpha Bravo canine service dogs, pl- dog. Please welcome Frank Hudman to our yes. program. Hey, up, this Hey, Frank, how you doing, it- Oh, It's good, man. It's good to see you guys again. You as well last year was a great time. It was awesome. Very successful. Yes, it was. And we're going to ask you some questions about uh, um, Alpha Bravo canine and the work that they do, and you can speak firsthand on that.
10: Okay. Yeah, yeah so, so let me
3: let me ask you just quickly. On You're the, one of the first recipients of the dog. How much is this dog men to you, and what does what does Lydia provide to you? Because you're a veteran, and did you have you had a, you have a post traumatic stress uh, disorder, or what, what yes, did you I have? Because it's all sorts of things that these dogs are trained to handle. So, right. so please describe what
10: what Lydia provides to you in your daily life. Okay, so basically, what happens is uh, when I came home, I was diagnosed with PTSD and traumatic brain injury. Okay, which resulted basically in anxiety in public places. Yeah, um, I didn't like to go anywhere, so I kind of stayed in the house a lot. Um,
3: which will impact your, uh, your ability to get out and and work and everything. Exactly.
10: And, um, another thing that they had to put me on a lot of medication to kind of ease that stress that I was feeling. Yeah. Um, since I've gotten Lydia, she has totally gotten me off of three anti anxiety and psychotic medications.
3: And you're, you're out, we see you out and about at these events all the time. (laughs) So it's, would you call it like a complete one hundred and
10: eighty on, on where you were before you got the dog? Absolutely. Uh, The thing is, you got to remember, though, is I still do have PTSD. Um, In place of the medication, the dog, Lydia, she's been, like, amazing for me. It totally, uh, like, I can go anywhere now. Like, uh, we went to the Phillies game with uh, a friend of mine, Timmy. We did, uh, was it when Chase Otley was here? Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, We were in a packed train car on the subway. I had my own space because of her. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what she provides for me. And you could not have done that prior to Lydia. No, yeah, no, I, I never would have got on the subway. Okay, so just
3: from the point of just also, you've got to you've got to earn a living. You've got to do whatever you you do. Uh, and as far as uh, does Lydia, we've seen this before. They, they, Lydia will sense if you're getting
10: anxious, and 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 what does she do? She does. What she does is when she sense I'm getting anxious, she does one of two things. If she sees me getting anxious, where it's in like I'm getting ups, really upset, yes, she'll actually jump up on my chest and push me away from whatever's happening. Wow. Other than wow. that, she will re- redirect my attention by yeah. like nuzzling my hand, like touching my hand with her with her nose or licking the side of my my arm or something. Now
3: you've had her for a while. Does it still amaze you the 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 the, the, the
10: perception? that she has that she can do that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It, it's amazing because even when I'm sleeping, she's checking in on me, mm. you know, because I, I do get nightmares from time to time. And if I wake up, uh, you know, with a sudden jolt or something, she'll actually be there to lick my face and remind me, hey, buddy, you're home. You know what I mean? Now, your, your dad is here, and you have obviously family yeah. that you love and adore. How important is Lydia to you in your life? Well, she's everything for me. I've gotten through uh, two and a half years of school so far, uh, college. Yeah. So, um Without her, it would have been a real struggle. And Alpha Bravo Canine and Jen Green
3: uh, trains. It, it is a specific set of of training issues that has to be involved in this. It's a meticulous thing that goes into these dogs. That's why they're expensive to 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 train. However, Alpha Bravo Canine donates the dogs to veterans. It's a time consuming process, but it's a it's a it's a money in you know consuming process. So, an event like tonight at the White Dog Cafe at all three locations. You know, you have to be excited because you know that another veteran will be the recipient eventually of a dog with the money that's raised. So, and I, you've been out at all these events. I know you're paying it forward. So it's
10: important to you to encourage people to come out tonight as well. Absolutely, I kind of like to think of myself as like the unofficial spokesman for Bravo <laughs> Canines. Yeah. Since I'm the first recipient, and since I'm such a um, uh, what do you call it uh, a success, yeah. Um, these dogs do cost upwards of $30,000 a piece. Yeah. Mm. Now, the first time I met Lydia, Lydia was about six months old. Um, about seven to eight months into her life is when I started training with the dogs. Jen brought me in and started pairing me up. And she took to me, and it was just you know from there on it was just me and her yeah
3: and, and it and you have to have that pairing and sometimes yeah. a dog will go like 80 percent of the way through mm-hmm. and it doesn't end up like with a seeing eye dog they have the same thing sometimes it just won't quite work so it's it's a very sensitive thing to get it to come out right so that's why it it, it involves so much so it, it does it, it, you, they can't just roll off a
10: conveyor belt it's got to no, be per- tailored to the person and it's and it's exactly right steve um when I was training with her, we had to train for my specific needs. Yeah. Like my anxiety, the signs of my anxiety, like when I bite my nails or, um, you know, just certain things that I do when I'm about to get upset. Yeah. She started a, She we had to train her to recognize those signs.
3: It's just amazing. Yeah. It's just amazing to see it. And and tonight's going to be fun. We're going to have it at the three locations. We have a Haverford. We have yes. Wayne. And then in uh, uh, University City. And it's going to be um, all three locations. And we have uh, a, 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 some of the jocks, uh, Matt and Kristen and, and Dave Cruz from Ben and, and Marissa will be in the city. Uh, Preston, I think you're going to be at Wayne. Yep, with the, with the Nick, Nick will be there. And Casey, you and I are going to be over at Harvard um, with uh, yeah. John DeBell. I think Natalie from uh, the, the Fanatic. Fanatic will be there as well. Mm-hmm. So a number of, of jocks from the, the Beasley uh, stations will be spread around. There's going to be uh, some puppies to kiss. <laughs> and all It right. starts at five, right? Is there is there a time where it ends? It's just a general through to like nine thirty ten. Okay, so the, the yeah, good but people sometimes to people, like to-
10: people like to hang out till later, and that's you know it's all good. It's all for a great cause because these dogs provide such a valuable service other than medication, and that's the big point. Yeah, is, it frees it freed you up from medication. It freed me up so much. Yeah. I mean, my life is a complete 180 because of my dog. That's awesome. And so you can come down, come down and hang at the bar, just make your reservations
3: if you can to get in on the dinner. But if you want to even just come down and say hi to us and make a donation and there's some raffle items and things, There's a, the, the person who does the artwork that you might have seen in some of the Right Dog cafes is auctioning off artwork as well. I think tailored to your pet. I think there's, a, 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 there's all sorts of things. The main draw is come down for some great food, come hang with us. And you're hearing your story is obviously an inspiration, and we can do that for other veterans as well. With Jen Green and Alpha Bravo Canine,
10: I am so happy that you guys are taking part of this. I really am. I'm glad you guys are doing the investment to uh, to us vets who are coming home with these problems. Our nice. pleasure.
3: Where are
1: you
10: going to be? You're going to be
1: at the. I'm going to be the location. Center City one. Center
10: City. Okay. Yes, excellent. Me and Lydia will be there. So I hope people come out, whether you like food or buy some art. Please yeah. donate to this cause.
1: Most definitely. All right, tonight, and uh, you can get the details at uh, WMMR.com if you want to uh, take a look. It's a slash event, and you'll be able to find it. So,
10: all right, Frank, thanks for stopping in and bringing Lydia with you. Yeah, one more thing? Yeah, one more thing. Before I get off air, um, anybody who's interested in these dogs, they can go to alphabravocanine.org.
3: All right, all that information is up on our site
10: it, as well. It is up on, yeah.
3: Yep. All right, excellent. Thanks, man. All right, thanks,
10: Appreciate guys. it. we'll see you guys see again.
1: Everyone tonight. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us.
8: Become an MMR VIP. Get early access to concert presales, special deals, and VIP-only contests. You'll get our newsletter about twice a month, most of which you'll find worthwhile. Sign up now at wmmr.com.
1: You know, with the uh, the bizarre weather that we've been having for the past—well, it's been a month and a half now, easily—I'm uh, like hesitant to plan. Anything that might be outside. Outside. (laughs) When I made my... uh, I I had a short trip when we were on vacation. Uh, I made the plans back in, like, January. Yeah. And for months, I kept thinking about, oh, this is going to be great. We're going to play golf. We're playing 72 holes of golf in three days. It's going to be amazing. (laughs) And then at about June, I started to go, but what if it rains? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. What if it rains? It's going to destroy everything. And we've had these... Weird days where it, hey, well, well, it looks like a beautiful... This this is going to be a gorgeous Let's day. Let's get
3: out. And then you're at the door. And then yeah. a deluge. Right. I mean, not just rain. Well, the hell with that. Then you go back in. You get involved with the movie. And you're halfway through the movie. And suddenly it's blaring sun it's, outside. It's gorgeous.
1: Hey! It. Yeah, exactly. I
3: hate it. So yeah I told Casey yesterday... I just did my hike in the pouring rain. Sure, uh, just go ahead. I can't wait. It's probably going to stop anyway. Yeah, yeah. May as
1: well go out there. But case you were telling us about a um, a huge fish event that had
3: to be canceled. What was it? Yeah, yeah. That was a big event. This weekend was it was supposed to be. It was this
4: past weekend. Fish at the end of every summer, they they do a big festival show. Um, So if if you can, this made national. If you're listening right now and you hate the band Fish, just. You know, insert, it's not about in, that. It's not about that. Insert whatever band you like into this situation, and, and yeah. this is what happened. They, they, uh, and, and I've been to these things. It is a, an entire weekend of concert where you you sleep at the venue. Yeah. You know, you camp out in your tent, and they it's, do, a fe- it's a big, it's it's a festival. huge yeah. festival. Three sets a day. They right. do like an early afternoon set, a late afternoon set, and then a night set. And it's awesome, and you look forward to it. And, and there was so much rain up in Watkins Glen, which is uh, where this was taking place. Right. That, where, um, what state is it in? Oh, it's in uh, New York. Okay. It's in New York. It's just above, Lake Potter County, um, Pennsylvania. And there was so much rain that it actually uh, contaminated the water supply for the county, okay. and they had to cancel Whoa. the entire wow. event. So okay. how many, how many uh, attendees usually? I'm not sure uh, how many. It's I, huge, though, is it not? I've been to events that was like in excess of seventy to 80, 80,000 people. and right Now, yeah. I also was at a fish event up in Coventry, Vermont, where uh, the last show of the tour was here in Camden. And at the end of that show, they said, hey, listen, we got a lot of rain up in, in Vermont. Um, the, the, the whole area is flooded. Um, can you please, if you're planning on going right now, can you wait and, and let us get everything set up? And they had tractor trailers, trucks and trucks and trucks filled with uh, wood chips that were being dropped uh, onto that area because it had been flooded. Now none of the none of the stuff was uh, was damaged or whatever, but it was it ended up being a sloppy, sloppy mess. What made
3: the, what made the news and the issue on this weekend just passed is mm-hmm. that the news came down. Like, like a day, the day a day before, and a half before. Basically, the, yeah. So I so that people had already made the plans. Many had started the commute
4: there. People were already there. Already there. Yeah, So oh, uh, wow. I think that the word came down on Thursday. And, you know, usually, you know, the con- concert starts Saturday and then Sunday and then it's over, you know, Sunday night. So usually people get there Friday and then they'll, you know, party and camp and, and have a good time Friday night. And then Saturday is the big concert. But there were people that were already there that they allowed to stay for the day. And they said, you know, but by noon tomorrow, you guys all have to go. I mean – Can you imagine the cheese sandwiches that went bad? Oh, (laughs) I mean, there is so much... plant. Yes. Yeah. All those nitrous tanks that are going unused. (laughs) All of that Seriously, though,
1: you're talking... We need a charity event for all those unused (laughs) nitrous nitrous tanks (laughs) out there. How can I help? (laughs) By the way, I was at the...
4: Maybe you can help. (laughs) (laughs) I was at the fish concerts in Camden, and I was driving out of the parking lot, and there was a guy there with, like, three balloons. And he's sucking on one. He's like... I think this is oxygen. This is not <laughs> By <the> way, nitrous. <laughs> Steve, nitrous is the opposite of that. Yeah. Is the opposite
1: of We got
0: to do something. There about you it. go. <laughs> that's it.
3: Like the <laughs> yeah. hexa, sulfur- Hexafluoride. hexafluoride.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, hexafluoride.
3: So, but a big event like that. Yeah. When have I mean have and you? it's a camp You've out had event. things canceled like that underneath from underneath you. Yeah. It. I did. When you yes. So when you have that. Yeah. When you make the plans. I mean, you know, it's like it's like Christmas not coming. When you you you're so invested, you're so yeah. excited. I think about the people that went down to that was it Fry Festival in, in the Caribbean. Oh yeah. Jesus! Yeah, and they thought this this thing. You know, you'd seen the ads for it, and you're thinking this is going to be huge. And the people who ended up
2: yeah. oh, that was a disaster. It was a
3: disaster.
1: I I am the worst in uh, scenarios like that when the big thing that you have planned is is over. And now what? My my buddy Will is the best at finding something else. Else. Yeah. Or just making the best of, okay, this happened, so here's what we're gonna do now. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. I'm like, this happened. Yeah. I'm really pissed off. <laughs> really? Yeah. What are we supposed to do now? <laughs> yeah. I'm just I wish I had whatever it was that, that ingenuity, that intuitiveness to say, okay, this happened, our big plan is screwed up, so now Here's an alternate plan. I'm not good at that. Or
2: like John Dornboss, like your life plan yeah. <laughs> gets screwed up <laughs> and it's, you gotta fix it.
4: For me, it's the little things. I, I can't I can't come to terms with the little the big things I'm I'm fine with. When I was in uh I went to Austin City Limits. Uh it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday show. We went Friday night, Saturday night, and then there was a huge Texas thunderstorm that came down and washed out the entire park and they canceled Sunday. And I was already you there. You still
3: got You still got a couple days. Yeah, no, no. You still got, but I
4: understand that. But the difference is, is nobody camps there. Yeah. You know what I mean? But even, no, it doesn't
3: even have to matter with camping. I think you're getting geared up for an event. You you know, like.
4: I was geared up for an event. I know. There was an entire day of concert, like an entire day. It's not like. I missed two bands. I mean, there were dozens of bands and I missed Lionel Richie. Right. <laughs> but here's the deal. And I missed Lionel Richie. This weekend
3: just passed. They missed everything.
4: Yeah. Yeah. They didn't
3: get a part of it. They missed everything.
4: So what'd you end up doing to uh Um so it was a Sunday. Gap, you, know? It, you know, so we ended up just sleeping in. Uh I went to we went to a bar to watch an Eagles game. And then Woo! we Woo Yeah, I know. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. And and the Eagles weren't even good that year. Uh, So the money was already spent. At least we got our money back. You did get your money back. That day, everybody got their money back. But then all the bands were there. And so they ended up, like, all around Austin, they ended up doing, like, little gigs at some of these other little music venues and stuff like that.
1: But when you're headed out to to a weekend event and Mm -hmm. camping and we're going to be staying there and it gets canceled, that's, uh, yeah, you have to abruptly, you got to switch gears. Marissa?
9: Yeah, when I, uh, a few years ago, I think it was in 2009, the Phillies are playing the Rockies in uh, uh, one of the World Series um, playoffs Mm -hmm. and uh, it got snowed out. A, f- a baseball game was snowed out and it was a Saturday and i had plans to go to the game Saturday, sleep over, get in a plane Sunday morning, go right from the airport to the Eagles game at one o'clock and then go to the
3: Eagles game. But sounds like a Marissa Week. Yes, right. <laughs> but you're like Okay, and then I'm gonna do this and then I'm gonna do that. Mm-hmm. And it all comes crashing in. So are you like Preston? Do you just do you just get morose and F this and I and and, and or, or do you are you good on the fly? Do you come up with a quick fix?
9: What do you think, Preston?
3: Steve. I think you uh, collapsed like a house quick. Yeah.
9: So my buddy yep. and I stayed overnight, extended uh, our stay, and then we went to the Broncos game who were playing the Pats. We found tickets into that. I missed the Eagles game, but we watched it in a Philly bar. All and right. I went to the Phillies-Rockies game.
4: I'm sure people's vacations have been because of, like, hurricane and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, we're, we're getting ready. We're going to go. And then you're keeping an eye on... On the path of said hurricane, and then next thing you know, all of the all of this money...
3: I don't care if you have insurance. I mean, yeah. insurance makes it easier, but when you're planning, when you're in that mindset, when you're in that mode, when you're mm-hmm. in the airport with your freaking luggage, yeah. it doesn't matter. Nah. You know, it, 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 you're, you're in the
1: zone at that point. Hey, Marissa handed me this. I saw the, the headline, but I didn't get it in the story. But apparently a Backstreet Boys concert was canceled uh, from a storm, and 14 people were hurt. Uh, that was over the weekend. Watch. It was in Oklahoma. Thackerville, Oklahoma, to be Thacker. specific. <laughs> uh, it knocked down entrance trusses. There were 70 to 80 mile an hour winds and, and 14 people got hurt. God, don't let me
3: die at a Backstreet Boys concert. Exactly.
5: Seriously. Right. What was that concert? How, did he, I
3: didn't tell anyone I was coming here. How did, <laughs> how did he die? He was uh, saving a burning hospital. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They switch
5: it. Yeah. What was that concert a few years ago where there was uh, terrible storms and... Was it a country yeah, act? Sugar land? Yeah. Is that Sugar-less. what it was? And then the scaffolding crashed down, correct? Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, that's, you know, just talking about canceling things, like, yes, it sucks, but it's probably the right thing to do, you know? <laughs> yeah, like,
4: when if, people are getting crushed, yeah. Yeah, there was an Abbott an Brothers concert this past year that got canceled at the last minute. And that's because... Bad vibes. Well, uh, did you hear... <laughs> bad vibes. No, you didn't hear about this? There was no. a, There was a guy who was going into the concert who uh, who said he was a, a police officer, like a, an off-duty police officer, and had a gun on him. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. I did see that. Yeah, yeah. And then what ended up happening is, you know, they were like, well, hang on, wait here for a second. You know, we got to go through these proper protocols and blah, blah, blah. And then next thing you know, the dude just took off into the crowd, into the concert venue. Uh. So they said, you know what? Everybody out they did the right thing and they yeah. and canceled the you, whole thing i don't
3: know who the guy
1: was mm-hmm. or what he had in mind so but they canceled the whole concert the whole concert was canceled they didn't just delay it and find, it, kick everybody out and rescreen everybody and send them back in no no wow. they didn't yeah interesting mm-hmm. okay what well, happens but so uh with the 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 fish show case they don't reschedule something like that do they
4: i don't know how they can you yeah. know and so but, you know, all right so you've got let's say forty, fifty thousand 50,000 people that are descending upon this this area but not only that but for months you know when they when they do this thing it's not like they just set up a stage yeah you know a lot of planning and construction goes into all of the stuff around the stage area
3: it's a problem with things big shows like that shows Mm -hmm. at that level here here's
4: one you don't get out of and i'm
3: wondering if any other people have had this happen this is
4: uh
1: we had tickets to see michael jackson in london and he died (laughs)
3: Mm -hmm. (laughs) how dare he? there's no make good no No. i'm wondering (laughs) tito has agreed to fulfill the contract (laughs) right right. that's okay
1: Yeah, I wonder I if, you've, if you've had uh, yeah plans yeah. to go to something important and then Yeah, because the way tickets the go on sale dies. now, too, you yeah. know, it's
5: so far in advance. I'm wondering if that's happened. Nick, well, that's exactly <laughs> right. A year in advance.
1: Right. I've told you guys this story. It's not a concert. It wasn't a show, but it certainly was a very, very special event that was going to take place. My dad was going to go play golf at Augusta National, Whoa. and the only way to play is to play with a member. And the member can't just allow you to go, and the member has to play with you as well. Well, so, this was a friend of a friend of a friend type of thing. My dad was going to be able to go to Augusta. And for a golfer, it's the Valhalla. Yes. It's, it's, it's no one, bigger. There could be maybe two or three things that would be as big, but that's it. And so... The week before he was going to go, the dude died. That he died. I would have weekend,
3: member. weekended, burnied it. Yeah, right, right. Strap him in the car. <laughs> yes. With with the elaborate pulley system and the whole. Start playing some calypso
1: music. <laughs> yes. <Yes>. Steel drums <laughs> and uh, they could they could prop him up in the tee box.
3: Exactly. Have him swing, and somebody just throws a
5: golf yeah.
1: ball.
3: <laughs> died oh my god and i know you your heart goes out obviously to the person who's passed away but well, yeah sweet jesus you could have waited a yeah. week <laughs> do a push-up come on skip a pork chop
1: yeah yeah uh let me go to mark hi mark you're on the air good morning <laughs> <laughs> what's up mark how you guys doing today? good good hey um
12: i went to a metallica concert i
0: don't
1: know this
12: is it's, it was a while ago um it was when they, uh, it was the, the Center. Okay. Back when it was the Spectrum or whatever, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, one of their road crew guys got uh, burned, like fifth, like
3: five songs into the concert, and they just like canceled the show. One of the road crew guys did. One of the road. Troops. I remember when James got burned. Uh, now that you can see, yeah, yeah he's kind of an essential part. He got set uh, set on fire. But I'm one sorry, of the...
1: our lead singer was set he, on he, fire. Yeah,
3: he, 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 hot pocket burned the roof of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, one of our roadies ate a particularly hot hot pocket. Uh, I believe it was one with the pepperoni, and there's a significant patch of burned skin on the roof of his mouth. So we're going to have to ask you to leave the venue. Uh-huh. Uh, so so they canceled the show after that happened? Yeah, they were like five songs in, and they're like,
12: yeah, you know what? Our guy's going to the hospital. We got to go. And they just, like, that
1: was <sighs> it. Wow. How pissed off was the crowd?
12: Uh, believe it or not, everybody was very orderly and, like, just Good. left. They were fine. I've Nobody seen... got hurt. Nobody, no riots or nothing. It can
3: go anything. the other way real quick. There was, in yeah. fact, Thanks, I think it was, it was at a Marilyn Manson show or something recently. Yeah. And they showed the audience... I believe uh, they get the news. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What? And you see people like...
1: <laughs> there's In Music News, <laughs> yeah. he canceled another one. He was like four songs in yeah. and uh, and canceled it. Just, just wasn't re- feeling it? He wasn't. He supposedly uh, food poisoning. Okay. I think Marilyn might be having some drug issues. Yeah, he might be. Because that's hey, a couple of shows that he's canceled.
4: I don't... N- I'm sure nobody remembers, but uh, when Owen Hart passed away, when he fell... Yes, that, yes in, yeah. ...in that uh, wrestling event... Do, did they just cancel it right then and there? I can't imagine
3: they would have <laughs> continued right. when someone died in the ring. Yeah, Let me go. To that was really a bummer. But here comes Steve Austin. Austin. <laughs> <laughs> the Undertaker
1: was on yeah. the air. Uh, I'll go to John. You're on the air, John. Good morning, sir.
7: Morning, guys. Love your show. Thanks, Thank you. What's up, uh, buddy? A uh, friend of mine's father. We were all supposed to go to Washington, D.C. to be honored by the president. My friend's father fought through all of World War II in Japan, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And he died a week before uh, we were supposed to go down and get honored. Wow. Oh, my God. He had to go through all this uh, security and everything with the Secret Service and everything checked out. And then a week before he died, which in hindsight is probably a good thing. Cause he couldn't stand Obama, and he couldn't wait to give <laughs> him a, a piece of his mind. <laughs> I kept on saying to him, Joe, you can't do this. Joe. You
3: <laughs> can't do it. Maybe it did before. work out. Yeah, <laughs> the last thing you want is a Secret Service detail taking him out. But, John, they didn't do a, a posthumous uh, ceremony anyway?
7: Yeah, it was uh, it was done later when he was buried. It was full military honors, the whole nine yards. And, uh, you know, but it would have been neat to go down and yeah. experience that. And, I don't care how uh, you
3: feel about you to, to receive a, an honor from the president and, and to do that. That's especially for what he did and, and his achievement. But that that you know, sucks. That just a week before. Yeah.
7: Yeah, it sucks for man. Like I said, he didn't care. Be really, honestly he really didn't care. He couldn't wait to get down to give him a piece
3: of his <laughs> mind. They don't, they don't, they don't let you. They, yeah, they don't let you, you know, engage the president or, or whoever is in the office and, and and lay out your list of demands. But you are being honored, you
5: know. Yeah. All right, yeah. thanks, John. Appreciate God it, man. Thanks, buddy. Uh, two things, uh, Casey. They apparently did continue that the WWE after Owen Hart passed away. Oh like my they, God! They went on with the show and they they caught a lot of flack for it.
3: Nick, had they confirmed that he had.
5: Yes. Did he die right there? And they were they stressed that it was not a part of the show, that this Whoa. wasn't a stunt, but then they continued doing the WWE event that night, or maybe it was WWF at the time. Anyway, the, it, it kept going. Wow. And then uh, a bunch <sighs> of other people are texting in that when uh, Chester Bennington passed away, there was a Linkin Park show after that. So uh, people had tickets what? for that show and they, yeah, they had, In
4: fact, we had given
5: away right. backstage passes, right? Simmy
1: wants to talk about that. Is this Simmy?
7: Yes, this is Simmy.
5: Hey, what's up, buddy? How
1: you doing? Good. We were just talking about that uh that Linkin Park show.
7: Yeah, yeah, he was supposed to play in July last year uh, at the BB&T Pavilion, and I was a week or a few days before that he passed away. Whoa! Yeah, it sucked. Yeah, Yeah. we
4: had a Word of the Week prize where you were supposed to go back and and meet him and the whole band and everything. Man,
3: I think of the like. So talk about like legendary shows there was I remember I think Elvis was supposed to play the Nassau Coliseum <laughs> like like the the like the day after the day after he died the day before Wow and you think of people who are like, you know I mean it, obviously you don't know it's historical at the time, but it right. is fairly yeah. historical that Elvis is out and performing yeah and uh but Jesus uh
1: hang on let me go to and I wonder if you hang on to those tickets you know I mean yeah I have uh, David hi David good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's Dude. up? What? I I
7: called in mostly for you, Preston, because I'm a drummer and I had tickets to go see Led Zeppelin when John Bonham died. And <gasps> had tickets to go see The Who because I wanted to see Keith
1: Moon and he died. <gasps> what? Don't go to, <laughs> Do don't go to see Rush. Do you have any spinal tap t94- <laughs> <laughs> t- tickets too? Uh, yeah, don't go see Rush. I like it. <laughs> Dude, so how many days before each of those shows did they die?
7: Oh, it wasn't right before, but I almost didn't buy tickets to go see my first Rush concert because I was afraid (laughs) to...
1: Yeah, good call, man. Did you hang on to those tickets?
7: Yeah, I did for the longest time. I don't know where they're at now, but I lost track of them like 20 years ago. You have to
3: imagine that those stubs, you know, those are, uh, you know, the the, the last concert before Keith Moon died. The last concert before, you know, Bonham died. They've got to be worth, uh, you know... Something I would think so. Uh, hang
1: on. Talk about uh, unfortunate events. Uh, I'm going to go to Tina. Hi, Tina. Good morning. <laughs> yes, my girl. Represent. Delco. What's up, Tina?
11: All right. So um, I'm a huge Weezer fan. I have been my whole life. And in 2009, they did a promotion where they were giving people the opportunity to sing on stage with Rivers. So you like, you made your own YouTube video and you put it up on the website for a radio station and then yeah. people could vote for who the winner was so um the voting was happening and i was like way in the lead for for days and days i was in the lead and the morning they were supposed to announce the winner i turn on the radio to hear the winner and instead i hear a news story that the tour bus was in <laughs> an accident and rivers had a punctured lung and they canceled the tour
1: oh the whole tour and
11: i was so heartbroken <laughs> and yeah, you were going to get to I, do I it I got to do the Hootenanny tour through you guys, and I got to play my instrument on stage with them. But I was like, I I was so looking forward to singing with him, and I was heartbroken.
3: That that yeah, and there's nothing you can do. It's not you know, it is what it is. But you're you're there. That level of excitement reaches a fevered pitch, and then you have the carpet pulled out from underneath you. Mm -hmm. And that's it. it. Yep. It sucked.
1: Totally sucked. (laughs) Thank you. All right, Casey, you want me to go to line one? Yeah. This is Paul uh, talking about that fish show over the weekend. Hi, Paul. You're on the air. Good morning.
12: Hey, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, Gadzooks. man. What's going on? Oh, well, it wasn't the weekend I was hoping for. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was actually up there Wednesday. Uh, they had early arrival this time for this festival, so there was about five or 10,000 people that actually came up Wednesday, and then uh, even more poured in on Thursday, and they were getting ready to sound check uh, Thursday around 5 o'clock, and then out of nowhere. it's like, yeah, you know, it's not happening.
1: Well, I mean, and it was just weather related, right? There was just too much rain coming in?
12: It was uh contaminated water actually. Oh. it had poured so much like the weekend before and Monday and Tuesday that come Thursday the uh it wasn't safe for human consumption. Basically all the water was contaminated.
3: So did you did you hang out for the weekend regardless or what'd you what'd you do?
12: Nah, I came on home, the two my two buddies that were there, they went on over to uh near Saratoga yeah his uncle has a lake house and they were just going to camp
5: there for a couple days but paul at what point did you get the news uh, thursday about 5:30 <sighs> oh that evening. sucks i mean at yeah, least the news know. can be disseminated quickly now you know it's not like you you get there and everybody's in the dark you know with, with you know oh, the way that information gets out people are at least are a, a, aware of what's going on
12: oh yeah it spread quick and they have like an internal
4: radio station that plays throughout at the festival yeah, the bunny. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, what was, was the vibe, buddy? you not to the bunny. Hey, got some bad news about the fish concert gotcha this weekend. It's not going to happen.
12: <laughs> it was almost like the Kennedy assassination. <laughs> I went, like, running over to someone's campsite and does he hear the announcement? And, uh, wow.
3: And I, I did. did. So you'll we always remember. Run- Plaza with information <laughs> about the fish concert.
12: <laughs> they said you could stay till noon on uh, on Friday,
4: though. So a lot of people, some people left.
1: Oh, and they drank the bad water while they <laughs> hung out. <laughs> yeah, yeah
4: so, tripping on poop water. <laughs> oh wait, so when did you actually? Did you stay till Friday or did you leave Thursday? Uh, we stayed one more night and then we left at noon on Friday. How big was that party on Thursday?
12: Uh, it was a little subdued. Uh, there was a few parties. I walked around. They actually parked me in the really like almost VIP camping by accident. <laughs> I v- VIP the, camping. The Glen Close, it's called. Uh,
3: the Glen Close, <laughs> I love it. Wow! And all right,
12: anyway, it's, it's, it's like hundred feet from the stage, so that's wow, of, like,
1: pretty cool. To the show uh, that yeah. wasn't happening. Yeah. yeah.
3: All right, <laughs> thanks, Paul. Appreciate it, man. I see that footage of of like Woodstock, you know, the original Woodstock, mm-hmm. and they, you talk about Nick about the the information disseminating quicker now because of all that stuff. People going up there and just kept going up and. They, and and you see the slimy, muddy mess. that I I has no attraction. My parents What's,
5: went. I told I told you guys this right. I know. Yeah. So my parents went to Woodstock. They actually were among the few people who had tickets. My pa- my dad still has them somewhere. And uh, what were they? Ten dollars a piece? Something. Yeah. Real yeah, dirt yeah. cheap. And um, they went to school at Lycoming, which is in Williamsport. Yeah. And so the drive up to Woodstock wasn't that bad. They got there, and Steve, like, I I, I guess then nobody quite knew how legendary it was going to be, right? No, so, there was
3: no indication. It, right. it, 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 there it was, was just, just a one.
5: confluence of events that, right. and everyone finally said, yeah, I'm going to go. And so my dad and mom, both uh, after a few hours of like the rain coming down torrentially and they, they had yeah. a tent and whatever, they're like, yeah, we've had enough. <laughs> and they left. And I, 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 like, it sucks that they left because yeah. it would have been cool to stay there for all four days or whatever it was. But uh, they weren't, they didn't regret the decision at the time to, <sighs> to take off. Oh, I'm Nick, with them.
2: My dad did the exact same thing. He said he hopped a fence and he left. He was like, this sucks. I'm moving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well,
5: there, there's wow. is by the way, do you know the
1: number of attendees and the people who claim that they were yeah. actually at yeah. uh, Woodstock yeah. is like in the millions, as <laughs> right. opposed to the four hundred thousand that were there? But your dad was there as well, Kathy.
2: Yeah, like this is not something my dad would have ever attended, or His even friends today. Talked him into going or yep. something, and okay. he was like, "I this isn't this isn't for me. I'm leaving."
3: Wow. Uh, the at a certain point, if you watch the Academy Award-winning Woodstock documentary that has all that great iconic footage that we're familiar with. Uh, where the organizer uh, of the event says it's now a free concert because yeah. there was just no way you could yeah. contain the you know they they had fences up but they were trampled down yeah exactly all right well uh, this weather has
1: been wreaking havoc with outdoor events and you just never know when it's going to be popping up I mean it can look like a beautiful day and then we get uh, we, it's been it's been a sucky summer it, it has really, been it really has been especially the past month and a half or so and hopefully we're going to get a back end maybe. A little extended summer and a little nicer weather. We'll, we'll see. We'll find out about that. Uh, we have an indoor event that is happening and it is on Thursday. And it's Kathy's Bitch Box Part Two and the Zeta Eta Pi sorority party that's going to be taking place at Harris, Philadelphia. We will be there Thursday night and it is from six until eight. Uh, I can take callers 10 and 11. And I will get you into the event, and we will give you each your own bitch box as well as your guest, ladies only, 215-263-WMMR.
2: And by the way, it's taking place inside the block, which okay. is uh, in Harris.
1: You have to be at least 21 years of age. We'll give you your first drink and uh, happy hour buffet as well. So let's get you on board. Call now. Callers 10 and 11. And don't forget to sign up now in Harris, Philadelphia, in their total rewards card and receive over $250 in offers. Wow. Take Exit 8 on I-95, Harris, Philadelphia, gambling problem. Call 1-800-Gambler. Our number, 215. 215- WMMR. We'll be back in just a moment.
3: Stay with us.
4: This 93.3 WMMR audio on demand program
3: returns after a brief word from our sponsors. Hey,
1: it's Preston. Listen, when I want to relax, I go to Hand & Stone Massage Facial Spa. Listen, whether you want a rejuvenating massage or refreshing facial, Hand & Stone is the place to go. Introductory massages or facials start at just $59.95. Visit HandAndStone.com or one of their 50 locations in the Delaware Valley. Restrictions apply. See spot for details. French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville has everything you
7: need for the great outdoors and beyond. All the big-name brands, they have them. Visit FrenchCreekOutfitters.com for additional info. French Creek Outfitters, why take a chance with anybody else?
3: Are you ready for love? If so, Stephen makes it easy Handpicking picking diamonds to create a stunning engagement ring that's guaranteed to take her breath away. Stephen Singer Jewelers Real Love Experts at the other corner of 8th and Walnut or IHateStevenSinger.com.
1: Hey, gang, it's Preston. Listen, these days, you know how it is. You can get practically everything you want on demand. I mean, it's like our podcast. You listen whenever you want when it's convenient for you. But did you know that you can even get postage on demand? Hey, all you need is stamps.com. What is that? Well, I'm here to tell you, friends. With stamps.com, you can access all the services of the post office and do it right from your desk. All available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You just click, you print, you mail, and you're done, my friend. Stamps.com will even send you a digital scale so you can weigh your letters and packages and print the exact amount of postage every single time. Here's what you got to do to get it all, gang. Right now, use Gadzooks for a special free offer. They have a four week trial that includes postage and the digital scale. So don't wait on this. You want to check it out now. Go to stamps.com. Before you do anything else, click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in the word Gadzooks. Once again, that's stamps.com and enter Gadzooks. Check this
4: out. This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
6: If
1: someone wants to yank a guy's prank, I say let him. Let him. Let him. Uh, I'm going to do a couple of shout-outs real quick, some emails I got. Uh, this one is from Matt Faber. says, uh, hey, Preston, I'd like to give a big shout-out to my incredible wife, Megan. Four years ago on August 16th, I did one of the hardest things in my life besides beat cancer. I biked up Mount Washington to do the easiest thing, proposed to my now wife. Huh. August, August 22nd will be our third wedding anniversary. Uh, Megan and I moved from Philly a year ago to Connecticut for new jobs. We miss Philly in many ways, but love our new jobs in Hartford and Springfield, Massachusetts. Um, Megan will be 38 weeks pregnant, by the way, with our first child. Uh, being loyal podcasters, we are. We plan on listening to the show when Megan is in labor to help pass the time. Our baby boy is uh, due date is August 31st, so they are right on the edge of that. And I uh, said whenever you get a chance to read this, a shout-out would be great. And this, though that is from Matt, so here's a shout-out. For you and Megan, my friend. And then this one is... From Brooke Davis, a member of the Environmental Advisory Council of East Bradford Township, one of our major issues is the spotted lanternfly that you mentioned ah. last week, and uh, so she sent me some information about it. And shout they, out to the flies. Well, no, and then she said, "Can you give me a birthday shout out, uh, shout out on Monday show? It would make uh, having to go to work that much uh, on my birthday a lot easier." Gadzook. So, Brooke Davis, here you go. <laughs> A shard out for you. Just wanted to pass those along. Oh, and real quick, uh, I did not know this, but Nick uh, has made me aware that today is National Radio Day. Yeah. Apparently. Oh. And they are uh, urging people to post your radio selfie at hashtag National Radio Day today. So it what says, does that mean? It says take a picture of, of your radio and, oh. and tag, uh, hashtag your station. Uh, add what you do there. Oh, it wants people that who work in radio to do it. Oh, well, we okay. can do that. We work in radio. I got you. But I, I think it does extend
5: to people who are enjoying listening to the radio as well.
1: Include hashtag National Radio Day and then share. They're asking you to do that.
5: And we've talked lately about how people are listening differently now and listening via the apps and, and also listening in their bedrooms with, like, uh, Alexa and things like that. Oh, yeah. yeah.
3: Quite. Uh, what What was sort of on the way out is now back in full vigor. Yeah, Because it's easy to just, you know, throw it on. The old, as I said before, the uh, the radio on top of the refrigerator has been placed by uh, the Echo or the Google Home. Or, yeah, it's making its way back yeah. in,
1: uh, which is uh, pretty cool. I love radio. So, so do I. I always loved radio.
3: When you think about throughout, uh, you, you know, Preston... Uh, the hours and hours and hours I would spend, uh, li- literally, like in in the room, pleasuring myself. No, uh, um, wh- you know, just the, the moments in history that I learned through the radio. That I and I and I would spend. There was something, uh, you know, I don't know. It, 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 there's nothing like it, and I know it seems weird to say that. And it, where we're bombarded with you know VR and all this stuff, and all these different things and ways to uh, uh, consume entertainment. But there's something very pure because radio goes along with you as a companion while you're doing things. You mm-hmm. know, it, it's and, and that's what I love about it. I didn't realize how
1: much uh, the theater of the mind uh, is an appeal to me when I was and I, and I look back at my childhood and I see it then because uh, when I was a kid, we did a lot of driving trips because I had uh, grandparents that lived in other states, so we would drive long hours eight, ten hours, twelve right, hours, right, whatever right. it was. And through the course of that driving, especially at night, um, you you know, as you went in and out of areas, you had to find something, a new station to listen to because you'd get in and out of signal areas. Oh, yeah. And we would always come across, uh, like, radio theater yes. at night. And some of them were scary and yeah. freaky stories. And uh, I was just absolutely, uh, I was just transfixed by the sound effects and the scary music that was used and, and the stories that were told. And some of them were, uh, they, they were beyond my understanding as a little kid, you know, there was some, some serious, yeah, stuff like that. And I, and I loved it. And then I realized even later on, and I think part of the reason why I, uh, I, I'm an on-air personality is if, if I go back to my teenage years and and I remember, talking on the phone like with a girl or something like yeah. that on the phone was very easy to me in person was not so easy to <laughs> me. one okay. one step yeah.
3: removed gave you a little bit more confidence
1: it, exactly yeah. and i think that's part of this no, i i agree that why i do this why i speak into a microphone and uh and and i love it so much and i feel more confident when i'm sitting in Those the seat are the best tasting little morsels i have ever had in my life you could hear it from day one <laughs> there right? you go. No, but I, I feel much more confident. Yeah. Uh
4: when when I have the microphone. Uh you mentioned uh theater on the radio and last summer I had uh, do you remember the story, um uh Monkey's Paw? Monkey's yeah, oh Paw? Sure. it's a classic.
3: Yeah, yeah. classic yeah. story.
4: Yeah. Uh I was telling my kids about it and then I, I I'm like, you know what, hang on a second. And I pulled up the audio of somebody telling that story on YouTube and yeah. I and I, Charles Nelson Riley. <laughs> It's not. It was a, a zombie. Nah, nah. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, heard it a was,
3: knock on the door. Uh, Scotchy <laughs> monkey paw. Yeah.
4: No, uh, no. It, it's, we it's,
3: we it's, were. It, by the way, it's a horror story that's been told in in various versions sure. for decades. Yeah. Yeah. And
4: we were we were down at the beach, and we were you know driving to this other town to get some ice cream, and and I turned it on, and then my kids were like. Totally dialed in on that. Like okay. they really, really well, loved it. To I remember.
1: A- I remember. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, to interrupt no, no, you,
4: but no. I I remember a
1: radio theater production of the Monkey Paw story. It's a scary story, <laughs> it's man. Freaking, are you kidding me? At the end, when the knocking's on, and she's uh-huh. screaming, "Don't answer the no, door! Don't, don't answer, answer the, the door. door!" Oh my god, uh-huh. it was terrifying. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's yeah. the
3: monkeys whose paw was taken. Uh huh. <laughs> well, no, it was, it's well, the. I'm yeah! not going yeah! to give it away, but it's 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 a talisman. Think Pet Cemetery and you'll know where we're totally, going. Totally, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, but for me, uh, with with radio, I had gone to school for for uh, television and film production. I loved, you know, I'm a big cinephile and, and love all that, and I, I enjoyed radio a lot. But when I started to, I actually had gone to do some commercials with a uh, at a radio station where I was going to be doing a comedy club that was local, and the guy who was working there in production doing the commercials was a friend of mine from college. And so he said, can you help me do some comedy bits for the morning show here? And I, I lived in the area. I said, sure. And that theater of the mind, the fact that I could go, i could do anything yeah. sound-wise, mm-hmm. and this was old tech. This is reel-to-reel, two-track-to-two-track, where you basically had to build tracks by just bouncing back and forth between machines. Yeah. But I could control everything. There was literally the way CGI makes nothing, there's nothing you can't do right now mm-hmm. in audio – that's been around forever. Mm-hmm. You can be anywhere and do anything. You're my
5: right. dad loves radio, Steven so he instilled it in me. And we would drive around, uh, uh, me and my dad, and certainly as a family, we'd listen to Prairie Home Companion. You know, even back in like in the eighties and nineties. Great, and that's a harkening
3: back to old style. You know, it radio. is. Yeah. yeah,
5: and and I, uh, you know, listening to like people like Gene Hart growing up, or even Pierre Robert, or John yeah. Debella, you know, and being able to work at a radio station where those guys worked, and and I have a very vivid memory of seventh or eighth grade. It was driving to school, and Debella played um, the entire. William Tell Overture, the theme to the the uh, yeah. Lone Ranger, and my dad and I were laughing and singing along, and it was just it was a, an an intimate moment with radio as our uh, providing the entertainment. You know, yeah. I'll never forget that for the rest of my life. It's
3: why we always say that for people when they want to talk about how how you perform on radio and how you are on radio, and and we've we've been giving a lot of interviews, Preston, on the twentieth anniversary of the show. Mm-hmm. It's it's you up about ten fifteen percent because you got to realize that. To, and there's different dynamics for podcasts and things of that nature, but on morning radio, people are doing other things. They're getting ready, and so you have to be a little bit bigger. It's got to stand out. Got to stand out a little bit. Yeah. You know? But it, I, I love all those different dynamics.
1: Yeah. It's uh, it's such a fun business and, and medium, and uh, I know uh, that, uh, that television kind of gets the, the, the leg up on it, uh, but I... Uh, radio is so much more fun. Yeah, it is so much more fun. I think, uh, but that doesn't mean that it's a that's a wasted life if you're doing video <laughs> as well. Obviously, films are an amazing thing
5: too. But radio is just a blast. You know, what's encouraging to me is that we still have interns coming in who are young or in college yeah. who want to be a part of radio. You know, and and so you never quite know where the industry is going to go or what what the what versions are going to come out next. Um, but the fact that there's you know a, a college intern sitting right behind Casey who's sitting in, in in the studio right now because he loves radio too, to me that's uh, it, it pretends well for the future. and his name is Hanjobby. yeah, yeah. too yeah. Robbie,
4: <laughs> Robbie Handjobby that's yeah. right. He wants to do a podcast where he interviews people and then it's called like Punch in the face. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the show, people have to vote whether or not that guest gets punched in the face. Or not. <laughs> okay, literally. yeah. Okay. All right. Try it. All I right. said I said but it's a podcast so people aren't listening live. <laughs> That's a true, yes.
1: That's a good point, Casey. Baby steps. Listen. <laughs> uh, at yeah. The end of the month After worked out everyone's the, voting yeah, come and, back. And, and listen, yeah. Yeah. we'll bring that person back in to see if they get punched yeah. in the face. They probably or not. won't show up. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so it's National Radio Day. Enjoy. Go listen to the Monkey Paw. Yeah. If you will. Uh, and or you could just have a show come and broadcast live from your backyard. I'm talking about Jackson's Backyard Broadcast. Yes. Uh, the entry deadline is a week from today. You have to be at least 21, and you can see it all happen at your home. See how much fun radio is. Uh, click on contests at WMMR.com for the details and to get registered, and we're going to bring Hatfield Meats to the grill and beer and music and fun and games, all that stuff. You have to be at least 21. Did I say that already? I no, said you did that. not. All right, anyhow. Um, and that's from Hatfield Me- Meats Simply. Pause. Hatfield. Monkey pause. It says mm. pause here. Oh.
4: Did it really? <laughs> yeah, look. Pause. <laughs> See, radio. Yeah.
1: If I wouldn't have said pause, you would have never known and just thought I was being dramatic. Wow. wow. Theater of the month. All
4: right, do it without
1: saying pause. All right. Hat From Hatfield mit- Meets. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Hatfield Meats. Do it again. Ah. Finest baseball, <laughs> man. Let's have a catch.
1: From Hatfield Meets. Simply. Hatfield. <laughs>
4: That was good.
1: See, yeah, figure yeah. of the mind, man. Hatfield myth, simply <laughs> Hatfield. Uh you want to play a couple of pieces of audio here? Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> we had mentioned that uh, Aretha Franklin. The uh, funeral arrangements have been made. I'll get to those details coming up in music news. But Stevie Wonder spoke about. Um, visiting with her uh, just before she died.
3: They were now. We had heard, and this shows you how that you know you got to let the news breathe a little bit. I had heard that when he had went to talk uh, to to spend some time with Aretha as she was, you know, checking out that she was able to speak with him. This apparently was not the case. He oh. was speaking, and she was. Um, She was just there in the room, but he did say things to her. So he recounts and he gets emotional about his last uh, time with Aretha Franklin. All right.
0: We talked about uh, doing some music uh, as recent as maybe two months ago. We've been talking about it. And so... um,
1: You get upset? Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: I... um, I thought I cried my last tear, uh, yeah. you know, uh, because I wanted to. I did want to see her, so I decided um, on Monday I would go. So I flew out from LA to Detroit and went to see her and spoke with her. Uh, she wasn't able to speak back, but her family felt that she could hear me, and so I just said all the things that I've always said and told her to say hello to my sister. That I lost this year as well.
3: Oh, my gosh. Wow. Very close. Obviously, he's a legend, but his adoration of her as a legend is clear. Wow. Um, Yeah, it was very... very, That's hard to listen to. to, Yeah. All right, this one is hard to listen to for a different reason. (laughs) I've not heard this yet. So this is Al Sharpton on uh, his MSNBC show. Okay. And, uh, uh, you know, if you're... At the time of uh, the death of Aretha Franklin, if there's one word you should know how to <laughs> spell, it's respect.
0: Oh, no. Oh, jeez! Give a listen. All right. Okay. Sometimes the dog bites back with a book deal. And while we're talking about female canines, you know what they say about payback? It's a real... Well, I'm sure you know the word I'm thinking of. So in the words... Of my late friend Aretha Franklin, show some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. Oh, no. <laughs> no.
2: Oh,
0: Respect. Respect.
3: No. <laughs> it doesn't even sound like an I in the song. <laughs> I mean, even if you don't know how to spell, even if you're completely Seriously? illiterate, if you just, E you just sing it. That's all you have to do. You can be a complete
0: illiterate and still know.
1: Oh, no. One more time.
0: Of my late friend Aretha Franklin, show some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. <laughs> oh. And the next time uh-huh. you get a black woman and a beagle confused... Respect her. <laughs> remember yeah. this. I got you. Oh, my God.
3: R E S P I C T. Wow. That's funny. Find out what it means to me. R-E-S-P-I-C-T. Yeah,
1: the-, the rest of it works. Yeah. yeah. It's, it could still, you know... You could- Oh my god. Show
3: a little respect, please. He ate- Some respect. He still has a show, huh? He does. <laughs> one of my favorites, I still quote it all the time, is when he he talked himself into a loop and he figured that verbally he could extricate himself. And the word respect was used in that. Exactly. Respect we must. Respe- <laughs> yeah. no, respect. Yeah. No,
1: that's resist. Resist. Oh, resist. Yeah, I'm right. sorry.
0: They start off the same. But way. resist we must. <laughs> we must. They're all jitty about a shutdown. Oh,
1: these are a bunch of them. Oh, okay. I... Yeah. This isn't just that. <laughs> okay. yeah. We're all jitty. jitty. Tortoise jitty.
0: in the race. Then co-author of Hubris. Yeah. You 2 lead singer Bono. Fran oh. Drescher. Sigonoi Weaver. Suspect. Sigonoi <laughs> Weaver. Weaver. Sigourney.
5: Sigourney. Okay,
0: Sigourney. Yeah. Sigourney <laughs> <Ciganori Nora. Reaver. laughs> Dear God. Oh, yes. Never mind. He needs a show all the time. Yeah,
2: that's
0: yeah. why he yeah. still has a show. Yes. <laughs> Jahar Sanaev Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh. The show Bog. Rush, Bog. Lombard Bog. Host, Rush Court, Limbaugh hosts Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor. <laughs> <laughs> is Mike, is Mike uh, Muckery yesterday Antoninine Antonini... <laughs> Antonini. Scalia, Kim Kardashian, <laughs> and the Republican candidate. <laughs> <Kennedy. laughs> Kardashian.
2: <laughs> we should do this with Bill.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Mm. Oh, does he
3: get a lot we of We should have wrong. him read. Yeah. He's, mm. he's really bad with pop culture references. But that's, it's usually off
0: the top of his head. Yeah, when he's
3: reading. If he it, were to so. he read, re- he'd be able to read these off a prompter and know who they
0: were. Both okay, Cairo well, and Benghazi. We rank behind Latvija. Uh, Latvita. First out- <laughs> Latvia? A, Latvia. Yes. No. Latvita. Latvita. Latvita? Sure. We rank behind
5: Latvita. Belvita breakfast biscuits.
0: Yes. Kazakhstan, kazakhstan to college students in beijing he's getting oh, lunch beijing? at chipotle chipotle Chipotle. Yes! <laughs> well, so we were
2: it's laughing, it's but we we've all had <laughs> uh, we have yeah, we, we have and, and you know Rob. the thing O'Reilly
3: is is, is though even, yeah. as i said it's not like it's headline news that he's doing Record it and then play it back. You could stop. How it makes it to air, all of these. How R-E-S-P-I-C-T makes it to air. Seriously. Yeah. It, what, you, you know his history. Just eat, record it and then play it the next half hour.
4: Mm-hmm. Hey, mm-hmm.
3: I, uh, hey, Al, uh, you know, it's respect. Yep. Mm-hmm. Not respect. Respect. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> what a tribute. That's funny.
1: Hey, I saw this nice story. Uh this happened last week but we didn't get a chance to get to, but do you guys see this? this is a cancer patient teacher, a guy named Robert Goodman, uh had to go, went through all of his paid sick days. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, he was undergoing surgery, chemotherapy, had colon cancer. Uh and he figured that he needed about 20 more sick days to deal with more chemotherapy, uh but he didn't have it. So uh, in July, he, uh, he was a teacher at, uh, uh Health and Medical, or not a teacher. There. He was, he was at the hospital. Right. At the medical center. Uh, he took a, a selfie, posted on Facebook and asked for help. Uh, and within four days, he had enough sick days to cover an entire semester.
3: So the other, other people donated their sick days? They donated their sick
4: days.
2: Yeah, I actually know somebody uh, who had that done for them. They were, had to be out of work for a really long time and they were out of their, whatever it is, their sick and family leave. And um, the school, the, the teachers at the school were able to donate their sick days that they didn't use to this guy.
1: Wow, that's wonderful. Yeah. That was really cool. Uh, so they transferred seventy-five sick days to him, so he can get that done. I love it when stuff like that. Yes, right? there was, and I and I won't say because I don't want to tip a hat as to who this person might be, but I met this person that was um, <clears throat> dealing with a, a life-threatening uh, illness, uh, a firefighter, and um, he couldn't work anymore because of the way this illness treats your body, and so, it, um, <clears throat> but he was too young uh, to continue to receive benefits. Uh, so all of his coworkers took up all his hours. Wow. And like the, the, the official paying body doesn't, maybe they don't know or they're letting it happen. He doesn't work anymore. He can't work anymore, but these guys work all his hours for him and so they're going to get him to his benefits wow. so he can continue to get his benefits. That was amazing. Wow. And it's in uh it's a uh, Philadelphia fire uh, company. So I thought it was a uh, pretty incredible uh, when people step up and do stuff like that. They so. get all
4: my respect.
3: All, yes. your, all your respect. Total respect. That you can,
4: <laughs> that you can muster.
3: Exactly. Well, yeah. you know, there are, like... Mad respect.
8: Mad, oh, yes. like
3: uh, You talk about heroes, yeah. like uh, Signee Weaver. You know? <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: she yeah. saved everybody on that spaceship. Yeah, she man, did, yes. So she's a hero. In Aliens. Oh.
0: Respect.
1: Uh, much this, I'm trying to get back some some older news that's still uh, fairly relevant, and uh, uh, before it gets past us, what? <laughs> no, I was just we
3: landed on the moon. Right, <laughs> that's pretty old news.
1: No, this was last week in Philadelphia. Did you guys see, see this nickel that sold for yes. 4.56 million
5: dollars? It's
3: astonishing.
5: This convention was a big deal, like, for coin collectors. Big it, deal. It, it, was, it was a big, big deal. deal. <laughs> yeah, a lot of, a lot of respect uh, yeah. for them. And they, uh, but it's, like, a worldwide thing. And, obviously, the funds raised for some of these rare, rare coins was um, astronomically high. It was, um, is, was this, in fact, is this one of the largest yeah. of these? Is this the largest? I don't know if it's the largest, but it was um, highlighted on uh, one of my favorite programs, CBS Sunday Morning. <laughs> right. Uh, the week before, and they were talking about. A um, nickel. Of the nickel. Yeah. Uh, it's just a little bit of currency, <laughs> a common nickel. One would scarcely
3: assume it could generate the kind of money that was generated this weekend. <laughs> Thank you. So, as you're drinking your Ovaltine, sitting there in your robe with your genitals exposed, think about that. That's <laughs> spot on. There
1: you uh, the Stax Bowers Galleries offered the Eliasberg 1913 Liberty Head nickel for auction during the American. Numismatic Associations, World's Fair of Money, what? It is the... Numismatic?
5: uh, Those are coin collectors. Oh,
1: that's what they... I did not know that. Newsman monasticists?
3: (laughs) It sounds like like Al Sharpton saying nemesis.
1: Uh, Numismatic Association, World's Fair of Money, which... There you uh, go. Did it take place here in Philadelphia? Yes. Yeah. In Philly, yeah. took um, in Philadelphia. The new owner, cradle of the nation of the Elizberg nickel, now possesses one of the rarest, most valuable United States coins, and one of the one of only three examples of this coveted coin in private hands. The coin is named for financier Louis E. Elizberg, who bought the coin in 1948 and amassed one of the greatest coin collections in U.S. history. This special nickel is one of only five ever produced at the 3rd Philadelphia Mint. Uh, No one really knows the circumstances of their production, according to a a specialist. This is the best of the five, and um, the five Liberty Head nickels were produced just before the U.S. Mint started producing nickels with a buffalo head design, and of the remaining four, two are off the market one was donated to the Smithsonian in the 70s. One was donated to the American uh, Numismatic Association in the 1980s. And there remain two other ones in private hands.
3: So you think 1913, you know... It's not that old, but it's it's because of the it's one of five. Correct? Are these one of five five ever
5: made? Is yeah, that I mean, why? Often with things like this, they're they're printed and then they're uh, either put into circulation briefly and then returned or recalled or never make it to circulation, which is why. And then the rest of them are destroyed. Okay. some, some and, of the, sometimes they're they're mistakes. They're yeah, exactly, and um, and so rare. Uh, coins like this in mint condition are in, well, they're incredibly rare, hence the value.
3: Well, you see on this coin on on the periphery of it, Preston, on the, on the circumference, it says respect.
4: Respect.
5: R e s p i c t. But it's we, like the uh, the Honus Wagner baseball cards or the Mickey Mantle baseball cards. Like that, those were so, especially the Honus Wagner, because he didn't believe in uh, chewing tobacco. So like when they when they all get sent out um they were recalled or they were destroyed at his behest okay and that's why that whatever year that is i think it's a 1910 and he was a great player on top of it he was, he's a hall of famer we used to collect wheat pennies
1: when i was a kid yeah uh whenever you'd find them we had a, a special jar well, that they would then? all go into wheat wheat pennies not familiar uh on the the tail side there are two um what would you call those wheat the bushels or something like that sh- yeah. Sheaves or whatever of, of four skins uh, instead of the uh, the Lincoln Memorial in the background, oh, back. okay. So they had these li- these pieces of wheat. I don't know if you can look up wheat penny and and find a picture of it, it, but we used to we used to collect them. Yeah, those are wheat penny. There you go. Yeah, and uh, what'd the, you do with those? That doesn't look. No, that's a two cent piece. That's not a wheat penny. Come on, man. Uh, come on over here. <laughs> uh, but we never did. I don't know what we ever did with them. I mean, it turns out the majority of them are worth. Yeah, that's it. That's what we. Oh yes. yeah, yeah 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 yeah. You've seen those before. Yep. Uh, but apparently, rare coins are big big business. Earlier this year, a small five dollar gold coin produced by the San Francisco Mint during the height of the California Gold Rush was estimated to be worth
4: millions of dollars. Collected pine cones for a hot minute. Did those you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How those do doing? Yeah. I don't even know. Which <laughs> largest 30. pine cone collection
3: ever attributed to one individual? <laughs> Casey Foster, he goes by. <laughs> People in Delco say he's a witty fellow, <laughs> always there with the pleasant
4: smile and a handshake.
3: We cheek. used to paint <laughs> Former member case. of the Running Away Club
4: <laughs> and the Jumpers Club. Founding member. <laughs> you were the founding member? One of the founding members. Okay. Um, you know, just thinking back <laughs> of me, collecting all those pine cones and my neighbors, like... <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you know, sure. Would, yeah, Love go. It. Sure, have as many as you Cleaning want. Clean up their yard. <laughs> yes. the yeah.
3: kind of thing one might associate with an imbecile. Right. You want to start a leaf collection? Or... <laughs> Kath, what were you going to say?
2: We used to paint them.
3: Pine cones? So we would, yeah, we would yes. collect
2: them and paint them. I think we would do uh, leaves as well.
1: Okay. You'd paint leaves? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then put, I think make same a collage thing. out of par- them? My parents and were like, go ahead,
2: go, go, go pick them up out in the yard. You can paint them. I think it was just like we thought it was fun.
1: Nice. Okay, uh,
5: well, maybe one of them is worth four point five six million dollars. Sure, yeah, yeah. I have a, a coin collection that I inherited from my grandfather, my dad's dad, and they've been sitting, and I know exactly where they are. I should bring them in because I have Get no idea praised. if any of them have any worth whatsoever. Sure, but uh, there's like some, probably not. But but he died in 1983, so he might have been a little bit more assiduous with
3: his collecting than you were with your Daryl Strawberry. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, I have, have that uh, too. We have a jelly jar collection. <laughs> We have mason jars that were farted in. Do you remember though?
1: That you would you would get uh, you would get jelly like uh, we used to, cl- the, and and it, it, they were collectibles you were, when you were done with it. It was a glass drinking glasses. Yeah, and they had you know like uh, the Warner Brothers cartoons characters or, kid, or Disney and stuff on. Preston, them. I loved them.
3: Virtually every glass we drank out of was was a former jelly jar that had had like a you know a, a Mickey Mouse or something on it. I think I'm going to put those back in circulation. They're uh-huh. in a box
1: down in the basement. We yeah. should do we it those out and let the kids use them now. Me too. Was a simple
3: yeah. gesture. <laughs> a little bit of nostalgia. That sent Preston into his basement to retrieve his jelly
1: jar glasses. Uh, you know what I will do that because I've started a I've started a tumbler collection uh with my, my bourbon vault, uh and maybe jelly jars would be something maybe that'll be the next big hipster thing that'll yeah. happen. Now they, they do beer in cans. Ah. How about cocktails and jelly, jelly jars. jars? I'll start that. That's what I'll
3: begin. Charles Carroll we'll will write Carole. about it. It a brilliant t- move for this budding alcoholic. <laughs> taking the jelly jars of yore and turning them into vessels of
5: the demon rum. This budding alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> he's aspiring to become one. Uh, he died in 1997, Keralt. Yeah. Did he, he really? Was, yeah, I can't believe he's been gone that Who long. Who does uh, Sunday morning now? Jane Pauly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, she does a really good job with it. It, it was cool. a good Sunday afternoon. Yeah. belt firmly around my neck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> in the clock.
3: Pleasuring myself, oh my bringing God. myself to the point of ecstasy, but things <laughs> as they often do went awry. Yeah. I wonder if he did die on a Sunday.
5: Was that that would have been, been be, perfect. It would have been perfect. It was Casey's birthday, it 1997. Was,
3: do you remember the story where Charles, I believe it was Charles Carold had an entire second family.
5: What? Nick, do a little research on that. Seriously? I believe, I believe that, was I that was the case.
3: Secret,
1: I second family? I that was the
5: case. Oh, I need to know about yep. that. <gasps> Steve's right. He had a second shadow family. Uh, I know that he'd had an affair his whole life. It's yeah. True, yeah. And, but, yeah, so there was a shadow family, uh, and he lived in New York City with one, and they lived in Montana, the second Dude, family. Dude, maybe the belt around the neck <laughs> thing is true, Steve. You know, if I you're going to
1: hide yeah. an entire family, yeah. wow. Had no idea.
3: But, it, you know. I always loved his delivery, though. Oh, always yeah! Wonderful, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was right. very relaxed. Uh, yes, he was in in several yeah. things.
1: Uh, we need to take a break. There's something I can give away, Casey. Oh, sure. You
4: something. know what, Preston? Can I do something? You can do whatever you want. I yeah. give you. So we couldn't do this this past Friday um, because we had a meet and eat. We have all all right. I'm going to do something out of turn here.
1: Please tell me what it is because people are calling already without <laughs> even knowing what they're going to yeah. win. I like to get to it immediately. Oh,
4: you know, let's just win. do this while I All right, think
1: mile about. 22. Yeah. It's a cord uh, of
3: polyester.
1: Uh, passes to see the new action thriller with uh, Mark Wahlberg. Oh. And- it's uh, It says passes a good Monday through Thursday at any Regal Cinemas Theater in Philadelphia, in the area, in the Philadelphia market. Uh, mile 22 is in theaters nationwide now. Uh, so we'll take uh, two callers, and we'll give those to you, 215-263-WMMR. We're going to take a break, come back in a second. I got some more great Bizarre File stories, and I will have them prepared and hot out of the oven, ready to go when we return.
10: Stay with us.
8: This summer, surprise! Is hitting house parties throughout the Delaware Valley. Delivering our summer house party pack. Got a backyard barbecue, pool party, summer shindig? No matter what the party, we're going to help you get it started right. With food from Philly's own Deets and Watson, premium meats and artisan cheeses, a case of Bud Light Lime or Bud Light Orange, and backyard party games, courtesy of Jeff D'Ambrosio Auto Group. Hit up the contest page at WMMR.com to register your party to win MMR our summer, summer house party, house party, party pack. pack from 933wmmr everything that rocks your summer
1: by all accounts and this is my personal opinion Mick Jagger should not be a great singer but
3: he is yes you know what i mean yep. he's a uh, he's more a vocal stylist yeah he he has clearly
1: his own style yes but i mean if, yeah, oh, yeah you know the way you pronounce right, things right. like that and it's not like he has his Gorgeous tone that's just spot on and wonderful, beautiful vibrato or anything like that. But he's a great singer. That's rock for you. You don't have to have a great voice to be a great singer per se. They're a great vocalist, but um, some people just own it. With their own thing, and he's he's one of the kings of that. I see Bill Weston hovering uh, whoa, just uh, did you want to oh, jump whoa. in on the conversation I didn't or something
4: you're talking about? Oh okay,
1: <laughs> I just saw him. It looked like he may have wanted to jump in. I was saying that uh that Mick Jagger because Robin Lee had said that that uh, that song came out uh in nineteen sixty five on this date. That Mick Jagger, by all accounts, should not be a great singer, but he is. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he's still a great showman. Too. Yes. Oh, he's an amazing showman, Physical no question. And, yeah. But the sound of his voice, when you hear it, it's catchy and you sing along and everything, but he's not a great, he doesn't have a beautiful voice. You no. know what I mean? But how, I
3: agree. He, he sings Rolling Stone songs better than anyone else, Yeah, but yep. he's a stylist better than Keith. <laughs> than... right. but I like I like some McKeith stuff too. Yeah. yeah.
1: All right, Bill Weston, man. Yay! We
3: don't see, see Bill later, a lot. These very
1: very days. in that particular part. He's on but, the third uh... <laughs> floor. We don't see him a lot. Yeah. All right, let's do. Uh, what are you babbling about? Nothing. Okay. He said he was
0: listening to Debel. <laughs> 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 favorite
2: morning
0: show. All right. <laughs> let's do the bizarre file. No. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's bizarre file.
1: All right, and it's brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts. Fuel your summer with iced coffee from Dunkin' Donuts starting at $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Excludes cold brew plus applicable taxes. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Well, Dennis Furtado, also known as Dr. Bum Bum. Dr. Bum. Oh, the guy who does the injections, right? Yeah, well, he's being charged with murder in the Uh death of a patient. Uh, Furtado became famous, particularly on Instagram, for his Brazilian butt lift procedure. Dr. Furtado! Furtado is being charged for the death of 46 year old Lillian uh, Calixto. Uh, Furtado was giving Calixto butt enhancing injections at his home when she fell ill. He took her to the hospital, but when Calixto died, he disappeared. So Dr. Bum-Bum is gone, gone. So
3: this Dr. Bum-Bum, what he would do is he'd take these Brazilian models and he would inject their butts to make them extra bulbous. Mm-hmm. And now you're telling me that he killed one of these girls and he's uh, nowhere to be found. That's what they're saying. He's persona non grata. According to Brazilian... He's uh, Brazilian... <laughs> Nelly Fittata. <laughs> <That's> Nelly Fittata. <laughs> by the way, a very talented girl. Uh, according, She to... once did a song that was uh, produced by Timberland. Oh,
1: I didn't know that. Really? Uh, According to Brazilian (laughs) courts, Dr. Bum-Bum was not licensed as a doctor. I would not go
3: to any doctor named Dr. Bum-Bum.
1: And the procedures that he was performing out of his apartment were not approved by the president of the Brazilian Plastic Surgery Society. He
3: shared an office with the urologist, Dr. Weenie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Weenie? Yeah, Yeah. Dr. Bum-Bum. Dr. Bum-Bum, Dr. Weenie. Weenie, Bum-Bum. Weenie, Bum-Bum. Uh, The BBC reported that the public prosecutor's office in Brazil uh, stated that Furtado had attracted women with the false promise of quick and immediate beauty. After his arrest, Furtado claimed that he had performed over 9,000 enhancement procedures and that Calixto's death was, quote, a fatal accident. Really? You you think? Yeah. A drunk man dressed as Tinkerbell got kicked off a Rainier flight after (laughs) (laughs) allegedly threatening other passengers. Cops were called to assist flight attendants after he is said to become disruptive. Uh, The airport had to delay the flight, and it is understood that a groom and best man were among those who were removed from the plane. One man was dressed as Tinkerbell. He's pictured standing beside officers on the runway, having been offloaded from the aircraft. (laughs) Passenger Dan may witnessed the event. He said, our flight to Krakow hasn't taken off yet because of a man
3: dressed as Tinkerbell and has threatened to cut everyone up. Yeah, we're looking at a picture of him. This is a this is a real deal Tinkerbell costume that this guy's in. He added, "Armed
1: police have shown up. One officer has adjusted the man's wings. Another passenger, who wished to remain anonymous, said the man appeared to be drunk and was given several chances to behave by cabin crew. Uh, they said he was just a little bit drunk just before leaving. Uh, the best man decided that it was uh, it's best to take him off." Uh, he had been given another chance by the cabin crew, but the group thought best that uh, if he went for another plane, Renner stated that they do not condone the behavior, calling for alcohol limits to be imposed before flying. The man and his friend had to schedule a later <laughs> flight. Well, the moon over Virginia was half visible on a May evening, as was the one on the softball field. The Roanoke Times reports 57-year-old Debbie L. McCulley is accused of mooning the stands at the softball game. But a judge Thursday said the incident, uh, the indecent exposure charge, could be dropped. McCully's husband coaches Glenvar High School junior varsity softball. A sheriff's deputy report says McCully took to the field after a loss to Floyd County High School and mooned the people in the stands. Now she, the report said, that she stood on or close to the pitcher's mound and pulled down her pants with her right hand to expose her butt cheeks. Uh, and the, she's a mom? This according to the sheriff, yeah. That, well, her husband yeah. is, the, is the coach. Uh, there were reported reportedly children in the stands. McCauley said she thought her husband, quote, was going to be attacked. So she was trying to get the attention off of ah, him. So she, self-defense. Yeah. Uh, she's written an apology and performed community service. McCauley will likely have the charges dismissed or received a suspended sentence at a February administrative hearing. A 71-year-old bingo caller was arrested for fixing multiple games oh, no. following an investigation by the State <laughs> Gaming Commission.
2: Oh, my what the God.
1: They are not messing around. No. Uh, the caller, Neil Simon Gross, was arrested by Yorktown police after the Gaming Commission received a complaint about games being fict- fixed at the Yorktown Jewish Center.
3: You know, the seniors can get really pissed.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you know how to make... Uh, Three ladies scream the F word, have one lady scream bingo. Uh, the commission zeroed in on Gross after receiving a complaint from a bingo player and conducting an investigation into the center's weekly games. The arrest report says that Gross violated the rules of casino gambling by allegedly changing the outcomes of multiple bingo games. Ooh. Yeah. That's a bingo. <laughs> Gross, <laughs> who turned himself into police, was charged with gaming fraud and released on his own recognizance, by the way. Uh, this is interesting. In uh, Arizona, a baby boom. Is brewing at a suburban hospital where 16 intensive care nurses recently discovered they are all pregnant.
3: 16 intensive care nurses yes. all are pregnant at the same time. At the same hospital. Uh, just it's happenstance or is there yeah, a, a horny yeah. doctor there? Uh, the nurses at Banner Desert
1: Medical Center in Mesa joked Friday they thought that there was something in the water when it became clear that they were all <laughs> expecting babies between October and January. Oh, dear Jeez. God. Yeah. Uh and- Nurse Rochelle Sherman, uh, nearly eight months along, said, I don't think we realized just how many of us were pregnant until we started a Facebook group. Nurse Jolene Garrow uh, joked, we all formulated this plan to have the holidays off. Uh, Garrow said that uh, as their pregnancies have progressed, the patients have begun noticing uh, that most of the nurses around them are expecting. One patient insisted on touching her belly the night before. She said, hoping that it would give her luck. Hospital officials noted that the um, Banner Medical Center chain has a pool of floating nurses, and that should ensure that shifts are covered when their ICU nursing specialists begin taking their 12-week maternity uh, leave starting the fall. So everybody, all 16 of these nurses could be off in and around the same time. Wow. That uh, is wild. Yeah, so they've uh, uh, they've all uh, managed to get pregnant around the same time frame. <laughs> Pretty interesting. And there you go. That is what I have in this morning's Bizarre File. Uh, we're going to take a break. A reminder, tonight there's an event going on, Dining Out for the Dogs. Um, we, the President and Steve Show members, are going to be at different locations of the White Dog Cafe. Uh, Nick and I are going to be at the Wayne location. I think I'm going to get there starting around 5 o'clock, hang out for an hour or two. Nick is going to be there around 6 o'clock, hang out for a bit. And then in Haverford, uh, Casey and uh, Steve are going to be there. And uh, the location in Philly, who's going to be at that Marissa. One? Marissa. Oh, Marissa will be yes. uh, So if you want to come out and say hello, raising funds for uh, Alpha Bravo Canine. And all you have to do is eat. That's all just you got to do. eat. Eat or drink. Yes. Or do both. And uh, auction items and more. So that is tonight. Make sure you join us. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in just
0: a moment. Stay with us. Peek behind the radio curtain with the MMR Studio webcam. Available at PresidentSteve.com or via the MMR mobile app. See occasional bodies, famous faces, and if you're lucky, monkeys riding
1: border collies. Monday and all that is here for you, friends. We have halfway decent weather today. Some afternoon sun we're expecting and our high temperature not even getting into the 80s. It was comfortably cool as I stepped out Yes, in the driveway nice. this morning. Yeah, it's a nice little change. Uh, 81 tomorrow and then afternoon thunderstorms and scattered showers on Wednesday. High 84 and then uh, sun after that. We'll see if that holds up or not. Uh, today's lesson question prize. We're going to give away a pair of tickets to see Dane Cook. He's coming to town Friday, September 7th. He'll be playing the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, or at least he'll be in Atlantic City. A uh, question that I have for you this morning. Uh, What did the roadie burn himself on at the Metallica show? (laughs) Uh, We had a caller talking about uh, going to a Metallica show and uh, a roadie had gotten burned and and the way they positioned it uh, at the show is what I'm talking about. What did the roadie burn himself on? At the Metallica Show. 215-263-WMMR. If you were listening, you just might know and you should call in because you might win. Let's do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. It's brought to you by Allstate. With an Allstate agent, you get expert advice and the best coverage for you. Plus, with new lower auto rates... They can help you save. So call your local all-state agent today. Are you
3: in good hands?
1: What's going on this morning, Steve?
3: Well, 2 chains married longtime girlfriend Kesha Ward on Saturday at the Versace Mansion in Miami. Despite rumors to the contrary, the couple did not sign a prenup agreement, meaning that if they do split... She gets one of the chains. Oh, mm. wow.
0: Oh, my God. The
3: president of ESPN saying the network will not air the national anthem during the 2018 season of Monday Night Football. The network made the decision in order to avoid any controversy and will instead air closed-circuit live feeds of abortions. Oh, my God. <gasps> what? And finally, porn star Stormy Daniels, who claims to have had an affair with President Trump, has left the cast of England's celebrity Big Brother, claiming they wanted her to stick to a script. Daniel's lawyer, Michael Abenati Abin- issued a statement saying the only time Daniel's ever stuck to a script is when it was covered in splooted. Oh, dude.
1: <laughs> That's your Hollywood track. Oh, my God. All right. Let's see if you know the answer to this. Uh, what did the roadie uh, burn himself on in the Metallica concert? 215-263. WMMR is the number. And I will go to Clinton for the answer. Clinton, you're on the air. Good morning. I love you. I love you. All right, Clinton, <laughs> do me a favor. Uh, tell me what the road he burned himself on in the Metallica show.
5: Pepperoni Hot Pocket.
1: Hot Pocket. <laughs> you got it, buddy. Hang on for Clinton. We're going to give him some uh, tickets to see... Dane Cook, who's going to be playing Friday, September 7th at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. Uh, tickets are on sale now, and you can get them at Ticketmaster.com. We've got music news all teed up and ready to go
0: for it. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR.
3: Yeah! 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 Lots of rappers. <laughs> Alright, and this morning...
1: Brought to you by Skull Shaver. Attention, bald guys. Shave your heads in less than 90 seconds and say goodbye to mixed cuts and scrapes with the all new pit bowl from Skull Shaver. Use promo code BALD at com for exclusive discounts. I'm sorry. I had I had a moment like that over the weekend. <laughs> My buddy Will and I and our, and our wives went out to dinner, and two times in a row we said things at the exact same oh, time really? like that. Oh, really? And. We immediately went into Velociraptor. And, <laughs> Velociraptor. And, and he goes, Samos. "Samos, Good,
0: Good housekeeping. housekeeping. Yeah. What?
7: Did we just become best friends? Yep. <laughs> it
1: was perfect. <laughs> All right, I'm going to get into a little bit of music news, and this is disturbing stuff to start with. Corn singer Jonathan Davis's estranged wife, Devin Davis, died on Friday at the age of 39. The cause of death was not immediately made public, but it's... um. It's a weird story. It is. Uh, She is a former girl-on-girl porn star. Uh, Devin married Jonathan in 2004 and had two sons with him, Pirate and Zeppelin. Jonathan also has a son from a previous marriage, Nathan, uh, who will turn 23 this fall. The vocalist filed for divorce from her in October of 2016, citing irreconcilable differences. Now, Jonathan filed for a domestic violence restraining order this past Friday... Yeah. ...with a judge issuing a temporary order blocking any child custody or visitation from this girl, Devin. The restraining order also prohibited her from having contact with the family dog as well. Huh. In his court declaration, Jonathan alleged Devin was deeply involved with drugs, which she had struggled with for more than 20 years, and that her drug use was causing emotional harm to the kids through neglect... According to the singer, Devin had been in rehab six times and, quote, is constantly under the influence of nitrous oxide, cocaine, and Norco, which I'm not familiar with Norco. He said that he found both Devin and her drug dealer boyfriend passed out in their house when he brought the children to visit her and had found a heroin pipe and cocaine in the toilet bowl. So domestic violence restraining order on Friday, and she's dead dead by Sunday. Isn't that wild? It's crazy. Uh, according to the documents, Devin had been in a sober home but went missing last Friday and hadn't been seen for a week. Sources said that uh, she had not been aware of the restraining order, order before her death. So, wow, that's terrible all the way around.
3: Yeah, going uh, take a long time to get through all that. Yep. Allison Change Chains
1: will perform uh, tomorrow atop the iconic Space Needle in Seattle to commemorate this week's release of the band's sixth studio album, Rainier Fog. Ah! The quartet will be the first band ever to perform on the Space Needle's brand new Loop, which is the world's first and only revolving glass floor located 500 feet in the air. Part of the Space Needle's recent $100 million renovation, by the way. Oh, I'd like to see that. Uh, The Loop is powered by 12 motors and offers 360-degree views. Over the city.
5: Anybody ever been up in that thing? I have, yeah. Not since the uh, this thing was put in, but I, uh, Pearl Jam was celebrating this, these Home and Away shows in Seattle mm-hmm. a week or two ago, and they were doing some live video from up there. It's pretty amazing. It, I've been up there. It's really cool. Well, the the floor, you, it's like um, that walkway in the Grand Canyon. You're yeah, yeah. just looking straight down. So they were pointing out landmarks underneath the Space Needle, um, and it's just like a, a glass floor. It's pretty impressive.
1: Okay. Ah! Jerry Cantrell said, I've visited the Space Needle many times in my life, and it's going to be a real honor and total trip for us to play there. We're so proud of the album, and to be able to celebrate its release with a performance at one of our town's most iconic landmarks is really special, he said.
3: They used to have a, a big problem with base jumping. and uh, really? Yeah, they had to up their security oh, wow. tremendously because people were getting up there. and co- It was the thing to do, to base jump off the Space Needle.
1: Yeah. Marilyn Manson cut short his performance on Saturday night in the Woodlands, Texas, due to a reported case of food poisoning. Manson's tour manager escorted photographers from the pit prior to the start of Manson's set, explaining that the singer was ill and did not want his picture taken. Manson played four songs and was reported to be visibly shaking at times ah. before he collapsed on a monitor ending the show. Manson's tour mate Rob Zombie played his usual set, although their planned duet didn't materialize. Sorry, I have to make a poo-poo. <laughs> uh, later last month, Manson canceled the show in Toronto minutes before showtime because he was suffer- suffering from, quote, the flu. He is not having a good tour. No, I wonder what all's going on. Yeah. Uh, another child is on the way for Kings of Leon frontman Caleb Followill. And wife, Lily Aldridge. Uh, the model announced the news on Sunday with a photo of her small bump. And the simple caption, surprise, followed by Aldridge. Uh, I'm sorry. Follow Will and Aldridge are already parents to daughter Dixie, who is now six years old. Uh, they got married back in 2011. Jack White staged a private concert for Tesla Uh, And their workers on Friday at the electric car manufacturers plant in Fremont, California, where he also test drove an upcoming model. He said in a statement, I am a huge fanatic and supporter of everything Tesla has been doing since day one. I'm proud to say that I was one of the first Model S owners in Nashville, which I think is the greatest automobile ever made. Uh, It's been a thought of mine for a few years now that I would love to do a free concert for the employees at the Fremont factory. I said, I believe that what Tesla is doing is so important for the future of how we look at car design itself. Uh, the added benefits of its help towards fixing climate change and taking the world away from the internal combustion engine are incredible, and I'm very excited to play for Tesla's employees who are doing so much more, so much good for the progression of technology and the world right now. And then finally, Papa Roach will lead the lineup of Shiprocked 2019 marking the Hard Rock Cruises' 10th anniversary on the high seas. Huh. Other acts confirmed for the trip include I Prevail, Bullet for My Valentine, Nothing More, Seven Dust, Motionless ah. and White, Ten Years, Tremonti, Bad Flower, Atreyu, Suicidal Tendencies, Nonpoint, and, and Islander, as well as others. Uh, Papa Roach singer Jacoby Shaddix said, We are so excited to join the 10th anniversary cruise. It's our third time on the bill and our first time headlining Uh, You can expect a few surprises and a real rock show on the open sea. Can't wait to see everyone taking part next year. Uh, The Carnival Valor cruise ship will set sail from Galveston, Texas for five days from January 26th through the 31st, stopping in Cozumel and the Yucatan in Mexico. Uh, State rooms for Shiprocked 2019 are sold out, but a wait list is available at Shiprocked.com. Wow. Wow. there you go. That's what I have for you. Music news this morning, my friends. We're going to take a break. When we get back, we'll do the letter of the day for the Word of the Week prize. Uh, Robin Lee is in for Pierre today. One more day off. And uh, we'll see what she's got in store in more. Stay put. We'll be back in a moment. Now, more
8: with Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR.
1: Day one of five in your work week. Checked off for our list and it will be yours checked off as well. Not too far from now. Uh, but we're about ready to wrap up the program. I want to thank uh, Mr. Frank Hudman for stopping by today. He brought his service dog, Lydia, in. And uh, Frank is one of the first recipients of an Alpha Bravo canine service dog. And we're doing dining out for uh, the dogs tonight, uh, starting at 5 o'clock at all the White Dog Cafe locations in our region. And they're in Wayne and Haverford. And there's one in the city as well, 34th and Sansom is where that's located. Their food's great, man. Oh, yeah. Really great stuff. Yeah. And uh, it, and if you've never seen White Dog Cafe, I've only been to the one. I've only been to the Wayne location. Uh, but each room has a different kind of interesting, unique decor unto itself, and I'm not sure how the other locations are.
3: They're all different, but they all have one common theme, uh, dogs all over the place. Mm-hmm. So p- pictures and everything is, you know, that the have location locations really cool, and it's... Um, you know it, it was it was a no brainer where where are you going to have this event white dog cafe
4: so.
1: so
3: that's tonight and
1: uh Nick and I are going to be at the Wayne location Steve and Casey will be at the Haverford location and Marissa will be at 34th and Sansom and uh a fair amount of our uh fellow Beasley broadcasters will be there from MGK and from uh the Fanatic and from Ben FM as well so stop out tonight and say hello. And all you have to do is eat, you know. or And you can uh, you can also bid on some items, too. So it's going to be a fundraiser. So that is this evening. Um, so that's our only thank you today. Robin Lee is here this hey. morning. Hey. And for Pierre Robert, he takes one more day, I assume. One more day. Yeah. <laughs> that's how he does it. Yeah. How was your weekend?
8: It rained. It did. It sucked. I know. I need sun. You I, I, should go out today.
1: It's kind, yeah, but it's still, no. it's not what it should be. It's, no. you okay. know, at least it's a tiny bit cooler, but we just haven't been, this summer sucked. No. We've said it time and time again. Yes. The past month and a half has just been garbage. Yes. People us.
3: say, oh, well, no, 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 It is sucked. It yeah, is, quite, we, we know for a fact, we've not yeah. had any sub- substantial thread of sunny days. Yep. Uh, it, so that's it. It, it. Listen, we move on, but we have to call it what it is. A yep. sucky summer. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Sucky Summer 2018. Yes.
3: Uh, but Great movie, by the way. Robin's going to take over here in
1: a moment and get you going. But first, we need to get the letter. Now, you do realize these go in order, right? Yes, sir. Okay. I do.
8: I've learned. <laughs> Good, make me blush right away.
1: (laughs) It's okay. All right, let's do the letter of the day. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3
0: WMMR.
1: Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter.
8: S, as in super.
1: Okay, perfect. And we have a two-hour axe-throwing experience for ten people in the Philadelphia area's most extreme axe-throwing venue. It's Chopper's Hatchet House.
0: Get to the chopper!
1: In Cherry Hill. Cherry Hill, excuse me and you can visit choppershh.com uh, for the information so we will give that on Friday so uh not to tip your hand or anything like that but you know it's Robert Plant's birthday today yes it is it's his 70th birthday today I assume you're gonna spend some time with that
8: I am in the workforce block so I'm nice. doing uh foo fighters and the talking heads too
3: okay nice. Cool. Play some of the stuff that Robert Plant apparently doesn't like, which is the stuff right after the band broke yeah. up that we happen to be big fans of. You
8: mean all of the music. Yeah. yeah,
3: But I mean, like that stuff like uh, uh, Big Log and uh, oh. yeah. Burning Down One
5: Side. Yeah. And, and I'm in uh, the mood.
1: Yeah, and, and, like and The Mood is a great song, and so is Little by Little, yes. and um, Heaven Knows. There's a lot of really I good songs. I always play Heaven Knows. That's a good, it's been ages since I've heard that song. Okay, we'll play that one. All right, cool, man. Uh, Robin Lee's going to take good care of you, so enjoy. Thank you, Robin. Thank you. Uh, let me thank our sponsors. President and Steve Show is brought to you today by uh, Dunkin' Donuts, the official coffee of the President and Steve Show. The President Steve Show runs on Dunkin'. Also, Wilmington University. Experience a Wilmington University difference at Edu. And by Fred Beans. The Fred Beans anniversary event is on. Shop today at FredBeans.com. On tomorrow's program, we're going to chat with Rob Riggle. Oh, he's got a new show on uh, Crackle. And he's in Step Brothers. Yes, he is. I in love the it. Face! Yep. In the face! So uh, Rob will be on the show. We'll have a Tattoos Day taking place. and. We will do more of the Kathy's Bitch Box invites tomorrow yes! too. So that's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye bye. The
4: Breston and Steve love you. <laughs> Hate you. Live.
1: I love the
7: summer, but I also hate the summer. Mostly because all the annoying creatures come out mosquitoes, crickets, New Jersey drivers, frogs, New York drivers, you know, all that. Next
11: message.
7: Oh, uh, yes, this is Samantha. You know, I'm really excited about the bench box. That's going to be great. It's like double of the bench from Cafe and, you know, the same box. Bye, Mansi. Next
11: message go over this again, you inconsiderate dog walkers. Do not leave your f***ing nasty tied up bags of dog s*** in my empty trash can on trash day. That's wrong. Don't do it. Take your s*** home
6: with you.